What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody out there in the internet land? It's Avenging Ben coming at ya. Escalore Ramundo. And we're back again for another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, the only wrestling podcast that cuts through all the bullshit and gets right to the nitty-gritty of the weird and wild world of professional wrestling on a weekly basis. Woo! How are you doing this week? I'm doing good. This is starting to be a good thing. Two of us here. Yeah, Last nice. episode did great. Thank you guys for listening. Unfortunately, Home Milk Mike is still bitter about the You motherfucker! Okay. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Mike, what the fuck? Mike, down! Right. Off of him. 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 You! No! Wait, I have edited the episode. I have edited the episode, goddammit. You do not touch You me. son of a bitches! What did I do? I live for one week. First off, he spits in my face in my house. And you do a show without me? What should you... Well, who is the one who always says, God damn it, Ben, the show must go on? Or is that only when it's he's not here? It's a figure speech! Is that only when he's not here? Yes! So let me get this straight. You can make deals with this guy all you want behind my fucking back, but the minute I do something with him, you're immediately on my ass about it. Did you win at Mania? He did. I did. He lost at the last show. God damn it. And that, that was your fault. I had nothing to do with that one. So don't fucking complain to me. The only reason you have that fucking hardcore belt is because I fucking made it. Don't you forget that shit, all right? I gave it to him. Oh! All right. And joining us as always is Home the... Up Mike here, in case you... It's, it's Home Up Mike in the studio with us once Can again. No, you sit with No, you're you going to sit next to me, buddy. Because you and me are going to have a good show. A good show. Jesus Christ. I can't wait for my parents to come back from vacation. They're not your parents. Okay, so what's up, Pepper? <laughs> Welcome again to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Wait, I, I have a surprise. Want, some water? <laughs> Tell you what, like... I have a surprise for you guys. Wait, what do you got? What I you brought got? us some nice candy. Oh, candy, okay. And just got? some Starburst. I just wanted to start off the show nice and sweet. Starburst, all right. Mm-hmm. I am partial to the orange Okay, kind. how about you? You want a candy? Uh, I don't some, trust you. They're just candy. Wait a minute. I invited you over to my house and you spat in my face. You're just, you're just, this is candy. Okay. So yeah, I have one too. I'm going to eat it too, see? Okay. Pepe gave me these candies. He said they're nice and sweet, so. I'll trust you. He bought them from Mexico, you know? How is it you and him are never in the same room at the same time? I don't know. He's, we're we're, we're cousins and it's weird, but whatever. Mmm. Mmm. That's good. Starburst? These are... Wait. What does it say over here? Nothing. It just says Fury. Like, you know the Fury, the taste of the beer? I've never seen... Why spicy? Starburst. Sweet heat. <coughs> God damn it, you son of a bitch. They're fine to me. Why you gotta napalm us with fucking candy? Actually, that's pretty fucking good. I'll take another one of that's actually really freaking good. Actually. No, not so bad. I killed Home Milk Mike again. Now this is what you guys get to listen to, just us eating Starburst for the next two hours. That's the whole show. No, we have an interview to do. We can't, we can't just eat candy. We do have an interview to do. Yeah, interviews are going to be later. Yep. yep. Later on tonight on the, G- on the GAWP, we're going to be interviewing the Dark Chocolate Chosen One himself, one half of the New York Wrecking Crew, current army of one smooth black men. Well, me and Ben will be doing it. Home Milk Mike, unfortunately, has to leave later on, so... No, Ben will be doing it via satellite. And oh my god, these candies are a little spicy though. They are. Oh my god. Now I know why Pepe was laughing. God damn it, Pepe. All right. So well, Pepe will be here later because he, he's he, happy because he was telling me because he told me he had an interesting story to share. Oh well, yeah, that's, that's not wrestling related. 
He brought me lunch. He didn't come back happy. <laughs> and you know when Pepe comes back unhappy, it's not a good thing. No, not really. Well, what did Ray, what did Ray Mysterio do this week? Well, should we start off with that? Let's start with, let's start with the big news. Let's just start with gaming. So, <laughs> well, wait, wait, <laughs> which, which, which gaming? So let's, talk about, let's talk about our gaming thing. We'll talk about the WWE but, gaming We'll talk about the gaming thing. So they announced last week, I don't know if you guys mentioned it, but AJ Styles is the cover star of 2K19. Deservedly so. I, honestly, I still can't believe it. TNA star, homegrown talent AJ Styles is on the cover of a WWE game. There's is you. it weird that he is WWE champion? He oh, is, the longest in the past five years, they're claiming. He is WWE champion. He is now cover star. He is doing so much for the WWE. Right. It's so weird to me. It's like, it's AJ Styles, but it's like, how? It's funny. The name of this game, this at least the theme of it this year is Never Say Never, and it truly is. Never Say Never. Never Say Never. No one was lost last year's. Uh, last year was um, Seth. Last year was Seth. Was on the no, but the, the theme was uh, Burn It Down. So, you're probably wondering, so AJ Styles is the cover athlete, okay. and, you, and there's always a pre-order bonus. This year's pre-order bonus defines Never Say Never to the T as the biggest little underdog, Pepe's favorite, Ray fucking Mysterio. Who's that jumping out the sky? Okay, he said it right, because I was going to kill I, him. I thought he was going to go with the, I was with the other choke. <laughs> I was going to kill him. And Ben, don't say the joke. Mysterio. No. Here we go. Okay. Which, which one of his theme songs would you prefer? Do you prefer that one, or do you prefer, like... I prefer I, the Booyaka one. You prefer Booyaka? So, P.O.D.? I always, okay. I always loved a WrestleMania 22. They did the live version of that. Yeah. He was wearing that I think game. that was the fr- actually, like, the first main time they used it. Like, it was just, like, right. an alternative theme, and this was the first time that... You know what? You. We're going to keep it. But yeah, Rey Mysterio is the pre-order bonus. See, Rumor he's is... Back, he's back in the game since... Yep. Tw- uh, uh, 2015. Yeah. 2015, yeah. Right, yeah, uh, this is going to be Rey Mysterio's return. But he is not the only pre-order bonus. The rumor now is Ronda Rousey will be the second pre-order bonus. Which yeah. makes that sense. That is yet to be confirmed. But it's going to be... I think they WWE 2K uh, announced they will be announcing something next week. Yeah, so most likely, either it's that, or it's going to be what the deluxe edition is, which I'm hoping it's something... Like a showcase type model? I'm hoping it's Mysterio-related, because that would be cool. If it's like D. Malenko in there, Guerrero... You know who I would awesome. love to see in a WWE game at some point? Jushin Thunder Liger. That's... That that's could true. happen with Mysterio. There would have been a chance, remember when he did the NXT match? He could have been DLC. But I wanna, let's look at it from this perspective. Rey Mysterio... Obviously, he's made a deal with 2K. Mm-hmm. Has he made a deal with WWE? Well, of course. We have to have the... He's, let's say he's under like one of those inconsistent contracts. Is he under a Legends contract? Most likely, I believe, Rey Mysterio is. That's why they brought him back twice back-to-back with the Royal Rumbles. And also, they're going to do him with this. Usually, when you're in good spirits with WWE, they start putting you in video games yeah. and stuff like that. So, Well, I know, that, I know 2K, specifically, they do whatever they want. No, it's they still that, have to get approved. Certain things right. still have to get approved. Right. And for them to do this big of a budget, like, if they wanted to just put Ray in, they could have just put Ray in. No. They decided to do pre-order and everything like that. I'll so. take this really seriously. I mean, who in their right mind would take video games this seriously? Am I right? Well. <laughs> okay. We, so, need, hold on, hold on, we, we need to set the record straight. Can I do my impression of Hawk? Sure. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so. Wow. Well. 
So for, those who, don't, for a... those who don't know, the pet project, while I may edit the show, while Mike might write up the format... I do gaming! Ray is the heart and soul of our growing gaming division, uh, GWP Games. Gaming division? We have a division? Division! Gaming God division! Damn God damn it, it's our... It's this our is why people don't know what we got, because they think we have lists, we have divisions, <laughs> we have rankings. No, okay. Do you see this? It is not a list! <laughs> okay. What so is this? We have so, a list. Shit! <laughs> Fuck, we have a list. Okay. Yeah, we have a legal pad. No, but in all seriousness, so, okay, so, so me and Ray, well, Ray was talking to me, he gave me an idea mm -hmm. that he wants to do, and I approved of it. So, but it's this, to, to clarify your idea, it's the... It's a, being, New Japan is currently in the process of starting their G1 Climax. Yes. Every year they do the G1, it's the best of New Japan, 16 competitors. Mm -hmm. However, we're golf games, we have a boatload of roster we can use, I decided, why not, instead of the best 16, the best 64. Yes. Now, this is where you say, that's a lot. you're fucking crazy. I didn't care. I thought it would be entertainment for you guys, so we decided to do four blocks. Now, listen to the word I used. Four blocks. blocks. They weren't lists. They were four blocks of four categories. They were not lists. And they were blocks. Like, Lego blocks. You fucking retards! <laughs> no, let's not offend them. I, I get where the clarification needed to be said. However, the point was the these blocks were four categories. <coughs> and also, those categories. You did clarify the post earlier in the day. But I guess again, you please reread, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we're doing a lot more announcements, so everyone knows why we're posting certain images. Yes. So, the four blocks were best of high flyers. This is. A mixture had newer guys, older guys, whoever we thought Current guys, were guys. the best 16 high flyers. From there, we had the best big men. Again, a mixture of all around. And we only could pick 16. So please don't get mad that we only had some guys in there. There's guys missing. Drew, Ma Drew Galloway, this and that. There were a lot of guys missing. However, only 16 spots. Because also we're working with whoever's in the game mm -hmm. and who we could find on communications. Which was decent. That's the thing. We also... Right. Don't worry about anybody. Because a lot of people make uh, wrestlers and it's half-assed. We didn't want to do that. We wanted it to be presentable because people are watching this tournament. And now, also, the, the choices we made are the choices we made. Yeah, we wanted these certain people because either we like what they do or we've seen them live and want yeah. to see in a tournament format. Okay, from there, we had the best of technicians. This was a little more of if you're a submission guy, if you're a grappler, if you're an all-around guy, you were in there. So, Kenny Omega, Zack Sabre Jr., guys like that. Yes. That was the mixture. Even David Starr, who I just announced. That was the last match announced because that block is being filmed tomorrow. Yes. So tune in for that. But then the last block, again, this is where certain people got offended. We, for, I apologize personally to whoever got offended by this name. I put the title Up and Comers. Now, I did not mean to say they're rookies. I did not mean to say they're less experienced. Yes, there's guys in there that we know personally. Excuse me, personally, that have done wrestling for 10 to 15 years already. Yes. However, the title was just for name to show a best of of the new crop. Like, these guys are finally breaking out now. Yes. I get it. We could have called it the breakout star. We could have called it a lot of things. But we did narrow it down to a new name. I hope you guys can enjoy it as well. Strong Style. Being, these guys are... Hard-hitting, our submission-based, our high-flyers, our mix of everything. 
But at the end of the day, they're fighters, and that's what's going to happen in that block. That's also really to clarify. It's a video game! No, I want them to be entertained, so I'm not going to... I understand. We need to clarify. It was my fuck-up. I clarified now. Just please tune in. Every week we're going to be doing this until we're down to the final 16. That's how this works. It's from 64 to 16. Yes, I'm going to have a lot of homework to do. I don't care. It's for you guys. So from 64, we go down to 16. You're going to gain points. How do you gain points? Pinfall, submission, or count out. From there, those 16 are going to do another bracket. It's going to be down to the actual G1 format. From there, we're down to two. Those two face off in an Iron Man match. Winner of that wins the whole G1. And I, I told them off camera, but I'm going to do it now here. Winner is going to get an actual GWP trophy. I'm getting it made. Don't worry. You guys will be shown later. Winner is getting a trophy. I didn't get that email. Yeah, I, I didn't get it approved. I just you you better it. pay for it. I just said I'm getting coming it made. Out of, Motherfucker. Coming out of laws, Coming out of all them. So, yeah, we want to be some that imaginary money for your clients, but continue. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is mama going to pay for that one? Oh, my God. <laughs> or papa? He's in it, so he can't pay for it. He might win. But, yeah. So, that's where his paychecks are going. <laughs> but, yeah. So, the winner of that tournament, the winner of the tournament will get something from the actual show. So, it's something just to entertain you guys. So, tune in every Monday, Block A, every... Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll be doing Block B. Thursday, Friday, will be Block C. And over the weekend, we'll be doing Block D. So, tune in. Format, folks. But yeah, if anything, thank you guys for tuning in. JWP Games is the YouTube channel for all gaming. That includes our vlogs we'll be doing later in the year. And just all gaming videos, including WWE, UFC, Mortal Kombat, whatever comes out. Especially... With Fire Pro coming out, featuring yes. the New Japan stars, that, that is going to be something we'll be playing on there. So, you, know, you want to mention who's on the cover of that game? Oh, my me? God. The four aces of New Japan. You want to mention who they John are? John Cena, Randy Orton, Undertaker, all the all your New Japan favorites. Sorry, Jay. He had to say that. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> but, but the four are Kenny Omega, uh, Okada, yep. Tanahashi, and Naito, I believe, right? Yep. Okay. Funny enough, all four of those guys are in this tournament. But they are, but but the game is going to be coming out to PS4, right? August twenty eighth, I will be getting that game. So tune into that for Actually, golf games. You I think we're going to go into the launch set. Like I did pre-order nice. just to get because there is a bonus. I heard there's some bonus. So, so expect that game on the channel. Soon. Yep. So again, thank you guys. Please subscribe YouTube.com/slash/golfgames so you can hashtag join the madness. And if you're a wrestler that's commenting on this and you get offended, please don't. We are only trying to do fun. It's all entertainment here. It's we love what you guys do. We're not trying that's to what, fun. That's the name of the game. That's what the uh, GAWP G1 is all about. Playing it's entertaining. Paying yeah. tribute to wrestlers of indie and WWE yep. and all walks of entertainment. Speaking of the G1 on that subject, the big news, when some of the big news that broke in the week we've been gone was that the 2018 G1 Climax will kick off on July 14th next month. And this is a absolutely stacked block. What do you think? Better than last year's or less so than last year's? I feel every year gets better just because the crop of talent is getting better. So let's. So yes, there's going to be certain names that are always in it. However, the guys that are evolving and now coming to our own. There are some new. There are some newcomers yeah. to the G1 this year. So let's run them down. Block A. You're not going to get my thoughts. What do you think? Okay, carry on. Now, what do you think of this so far? 
it's New Japan. The talent stays the same, but it's a lot of different stories going into this one, especially with Bullet Club not being fine. You have Kenny Omega as the champion going into this, yep. and you have Okada struggling, which is actually very, a very interesting story. So, look, I hopefully, look, hopefully this is actually going really well, and we'll give our predictions afterwards. But Definitely. Sorry, Mikey. So, so here we I go. I for one week. Here we go. Here is the here's block I'm A. Here's block A for the 2018 G1 Climax. It is going to be Michael Elgin. Hey, he's in our G1. Evil. Bad Bad Luck Fale. He's in our G1. Nice. Togi Makabe. I don't know him that much. Kazuchika Okada. I know him. The goddamned Hangman, Hangman Page. He's in our G1. Yeah. Minoru Suzuki, goddammit, you could fucking rip off fucking boulder in half with your teeth. Mm-hmm. Hiroshi Tanahashi. The of course. Ace. The ace of New Japan. Jay White. He's in our G1. And Yoshihashi. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, an odd, that's an odd one, but okay. Well, like, the reason I said it like that was because they write it in all caps. No, no, I know, it's just weird. It's just weird. <laughs> then we just wanted to clarify. He's, like, he's not yelling for no reason. <laughs> and next... I think he's on his meds. I don't... I never take my meds anyway. If you listen to this and you take medication, please take your medication. And that was a joke, ladies and gentlemen. Please don't get offended. This episode of General Mission Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by medication. Take him, you crazy fuck. But I'll say this is don't. Carry on. Oh, God. Next up, Block B, Hiroki Goro. We're going to hell. Kota Ibushi. Ooh. God bless you. Tomohiro Ishii. God bless you. Tetsuya Naito. Angel-san. My boy. The cleaner. The elite. The IWGP Heavyweight Champion, Kenny Omega. Okay, this is going to be the second year in a row I'm complaining about this. Why is the champion in here? This is To gauge the talent. Weird. To gauge the talent. Usually is it the point of G1 to get a championship match in January? No, but remember, the G1 point of this G1 tournament is... To see who's the best. It's a ranking. Right. So it's like the one we're doing. Well, really, at, the the end, at the end of the best of the Super Juniors, Will Ospreay had the same amount of points as Tanahashi and Bone Soldier. Yep. So like this was more just to show he was on their level. Yeah. yeah. He's not in it. The champion isn't in there to necessarily win. But he they wants could to. win. They're, they could. There's been champions. It's more of the point to yeah, show. Yeah, I don't dominance. see Omega losing like a lot of matches. He's a champion. <laughs> well, he did. Well, he did lose a few times last year to especially. This was the upset in the last year's G1. Juice Robinson. He's one of the guys that I'm telling you has gone into his own and he's finally formally known as NXT's CJ Parker. Who? CJ Parker, the hippie? The, the hippie dude. I know, I'm just saying who just to be thick. I don't think Juice is... I'm just, shake. I don't think Juice is ready for the world title. I think maybe US, US, US or Intercontinental. Yep. I feel that's the Whenever Jericho comes going back, to, hopefully start something between them. You know him and Jay White are definitely going to have like match with, match with the G1. So. Yes, because they, yeah. they have a U.S. title match with the G1 yeah. and San, special San, in San Francisco. Francisco which yep. I, what, what day is that? Is that that a Saturday is July Sunday? 7th. That is a yes. Saturday. We'll get to that later Two on. Two weeks before my birthday. Nice. Next up is going After to you be... After you spit in my face, we're not doing shit for you. The but. technical wizard, member of Suzuki Gun, winner of the New Japan Cup. Winner of Super Strong Style 16 this year. I love how Ben knows. I'm like trying to get sympathy. He's giving him a sad face. He's just like, fuck you. I'm trying to read. Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, that's what oh, you're your favorite wrestler, Ben. My favorite. I don't. I don't. He's boring. I hate Zack Sabre Jr. He's just boring. I'm Why sorry. do you put him in a G1? He's, he's, you he's put against, him in it. Because he's a name. 
Him next versus up, Pete Dunne is still gonna be a good. Yeah. Next up, Sonata, and then the and then the Tama, great Sonata, great Sonata, Tamatanga. My boy. Oh jeez. Nice. And then Toru Yano. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And that is the full block A, block B for the 2018. So should we get so, so, so it's only two blocks. Two blocks. Yeah. Okay. I'm the idiot that did. Yeah, I, I, was, I was about to say, like, where's the other two? It's just like, no, that, that's just you. <laughs> I did four blocks, and I'm doing 64. So if you don't know what the G1 is, basically it's basically a round-robin style tournament where yeah. every wrestler wrestles everybody. At least once or wrestler twice. Wrestler A will wrestle wrestlers B through Z, and the per- the two wrestlers who have the most points at the end of the tour at the end of the competition, well, one from each block, one from each block will we'll face, face off in a one on one final round. Last year, I believe it was Kenny and it and was Naito, and Naito won. won. That's how he ended up in the main event. This though. is what I'm doing. Right. That's kind of what I'm trying to do with the version we're doing for golf. So like, just I'm doing Iron Man just to I make it. I guess longer. the real question of who walks away with this is because I don't think it's going to be someone who's won before. I so we could knock out Kenny Omega and Naito. Knock out Naito. I Did would Okada not knock out uh, Okada. I think won the second actually. Okay. The point I was going to go with, I could see Kenny in the finals again. Right, definitely against Kota Ibushi. Yeah, that but, is Ibushi is a safe bet for this I one. I think we're all agreeing. We wait, want to see wait, wait, Kota. Wait, 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 What block is Kota Ibushi in? Kota Ibushi. Kenny is in A. Kota Are they in the same B. block or are they in different okay. blocks? Kota Ibushi, Kota Ibushi, and Kenny are in the same block. No, they can't make it to the finals. So it'd be Kota Ibushi versus Kenny in just a one-off match. Yeah, that's gonna, right. that's gonna happen. But I wanted, I think Kota might win the whole thing. I'm going with Kota just because I want that match to be Kenny's. I told Mike earlier, I feel that might be Kenny's swan song. Because it's gonna like, be a Kenny versus Kota. Because how many Gaijins have won the G1? One. Not, not Only not one Gaijin has Kenny. won Kenny. Yep. So, Methinks, we had a Gaijin win it two years ago. We had a Methinks. New <coughs> Japan uh, a homegrown talent, Naito, yep. win last year. Okay. So, maybe this year we do another Gaijin. So, if that's the case, like, I honestly, I don't laugh. Uh, Hangman Page would not be a bad choice to steal this thing. Here's why I would say no. I don't think New Japan views him as a top guy yet. Like, I, he's like, he's kind of like Juice Robinson in this situation. But. I wouldn't I would, be surprised if he's in the... Maybe he's the person Coda beats mm, to win. I would say this. With that uh, in my mind, I would say they might give it to Juice. If that's the mentality going in with Gaijin. Just because I feel Juice has shown he can go with no matter who you put him in there with. Because mm-hmm. he's gone against Jay White. He's gone against Kenny. He's gone against Ishii. He's gone against Zach. Tanahashi, and he's okay. doing amazing matches as a guy that's yeah. still considered a rookie to them. The hippie jobber from NXT is becoming one of the brightest I stars love the in Indies. New Japan. I gotta say that. I love well, you gotta love New Japan. No, I just <laughs> independent circle because remember, you have to think about it. Juice did work the Indies though. He got to that point of being able to branch out and now become Juice Robinson. Frankly, I don't know, so, I don't know how Hangman Page is going to be in this one considering that he's wanted for murder. Uh, what? Get, no. no. Stop it. Stephen and Mel, they showed the video. SCU! This is the worst town I have ever been to. Chris Bosch, former PWG tag team champion. I love being No, back to uh, Juice, you gotta give him credit. A guy that got released by WWE and got right back up and said, you know what? Let me try this New Japan thing. Started on the dojo and look at him now. 
I'm going to say that the dojo system works. It right. really it. does. If you really do want to become a professional wrestler, Jay, why listen to that system. Listen to how the cost. wrestling should The work. cost of the dojo is you gotta you got to uproot and go to Japan for a really long time. Not forever, but like for a very long time. Right. And not only you that, like, cook, you have to clean. You got to cook, it. you got to clean, you got to wash the gear, you got you to gotta, gotta be the first guys up and the last guys to go to bed. Hey, it's worth it. The respect you're gaining and all that discipline is going to be something... That's going to make definitely guys like Juice, guys like Jay White, they're going to be able to be something huge one day. They're going to be the guys that people in our next generation are going to be saying, oh, that's a Hall of Famer right there, and this is why. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely, as a guy that wants to wrestle and want to do anything, I would love to even train in the L.A. Japan Dojo. Just how it's the same discipline. If you see do Shibata you think, do, and... Do you think uh, you can handle going over to Japan? It's something that... It's not easy, but I would definitely love there's to try a high, There's a high, there's a Because you have to be in the mindset of, like, I'm willing to do this. I think, that's the thing, if you're if you're making that decision to even fly over there for this, I think it's made. Especially if you're getting in this business, it's something, even just shoot for a moment, think what you're doing. There is a high think. expectation on this G1 Climax to be the best yet, because New Japan is bigger than it's ever been this year. And mm-hmm. it's new management. That's the thing, that CEO change. Yep brought a lot of questions. What is happening to Japan? Is it for the better? Is it for the worse? Hey, Japan is the talk of the town, even bigger than WWE at the moment. Yeah. So think about it. People are talking about Kenny Omega becoming champion finally. Chris Jericho is the Intercontinental Champion, and they're talking about the Young Bucks as a heavyweight actual team. Yes. So think about it. That's how great Japan is becoming. Perfect word to use. It's an evolution, and that's what wrestling is. Even now, every promotion is trying to evolve. But, I, but I thought evolution was a mystery. Can I slap him? And I thought Evolve was told to burn it down. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the transition. <laughs> I did not see this. Oh, Over the weekend. i got to tell you this. Okay. At the Evolve show. 107. <laughs> yep. 107. In Massachusetts. Yes. In, in Massachusetts. The fire alarm went off. Because they're uh, not they're an uncommon school. thing. It's a school. They have those. Some yep. asshole must have pulled the fire alarm. Or it just went off. If yeah. they're using smoke, if something went off, it is a school. Remember, it can't have smoke. Or it could have just been the. Something must have been smoking but near it and said, Any off. any normal human being would be like, fire alarm. Get up out of your seat. Leave. Not wrestling fans, because... Form we, a single line. Let's go. Fire drill. Fire, we, a drill. All in the ring. All they all make in the you ring. do that shit back in school. They make you get in a fucking line. Yes. Oh, God. No. Here's how you really handle a file drill. Everybody himself. Fuck y'all. Ow. Fuck. Oh, my foot. He chopped me. Exactly. Chop your friends. Stop on their foot. Jump out the fucking window. So that's what that... So basically, that is not what they did. No. What they, they did? They stayed sitting down and started burn saying, "Burn it down! Burn it down! Burn it down!" Like the fucking fortitude of these people. Can we mention who was at that show though? Adam fucking Cole defending the NXT North American Championship at an Evolve show against Walter. Walter. Yeah, wrestling's wow. weird this year. As if wrestling couldn't get any weirder. Guess yep. who the new Evolve shit? The new W WWN World Champion, which is basically. For those that do not know, the network that Evolve runs and 
There are two titles. There's the Evolve Championship. And then WWN, which is the promotion, which is basically it's like the their brand. TV title. Right. In a sense, but it's still a world title too. It's a major title to win. It's at the same it. level. It's basically yeah. And basically, anybody world. who has that belt is kind of like on WWE's radar. Basically, yeah. Which Keith Lee was the last. If you look year. at the last one, Keith Lee. Keith which Lee, is, Matt Riddle was the champion. Which is quite telling because their new champion the is, bad, a, is, is no, a bad boy. Is a bad, bad boy. New Jersey's own Joey Janela. I'm happy for him. And I am very happy for him because a like, guy that's been busting his ass with these sweet break had shows a and death matches. To see, like, talk to Joey Janela, cameo in his documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> We're in. Me and Mike are in his documentary. Yeah. We got to drop him. We did. Um, congrats. Congrats to Joey. It was weird because it was surprising. You're, you're, you're not too okay. Carry on. No, this is why because it was surprising because for those that don't know, this was his debut. So I, right. I can't... It's, who's, who did he beat? Uh, I believe... Is it Theory? Austin Theory? Or I believe it was else? Theory. I believe it was Theory. But it was weird just because of the debut, so Evolve giving him the rocket. This is definitely something that he's going to be working they, with WWE they, now. They must see something in him. Gabe definitely must WWE have, must see something in him. Not only WWE, remember, this is still... Evolve is still well, its well, Remember, own Gabe thing. reports to Triple H says, look out for these guys. Gabe, Sapolsky, Trevin Adams. This That's a great brand. Right. Shout out to Evolve. Shout out to the WWE family. That's as where uh, Johnny Gargano got mostly noticed. As well. So, again, congrats to Joey. Hey, do what you have to do. He's been over the world. He's doing fucking PWG. He's wrestling at All In in, in Chicago in September. He's doing his uh, summer show. This, uh, that's competing against Hog. Joey Janela lost in New York, where apparently, like, Nick Cage is going one on one with. Who the fuck's he going one on one with? Gosh. Uh, Meng. Meng? Yep. Haku? Yep. Basically, yeah. They, they dragged him up, which is awesome. And they also got, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, Matt Riddle versus fucking PCO. Which I'm just the like... The match that was going to happen. It was going to happen at ICW, but one thing led to another, unfortunately, for reasons you might have heard. That show didn't end up happening. So I'm really happy that they, these guys get a chance to kill it, because PCO, what a fucking... With all respect to, with all respect to Scott Steiner, what a fucking genetic freak PCO Can I ask a is. question? Isn't PCO one of the Quebecers? Yes. yes. What happened that PCO is a indie darling now? Because he fucking his workout yeah. regimen is fucking insane. The dude rips tennis balls and everything. No, no, no. Wait, 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 here's the thing. Look at his age. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. It's PCO. It's well, no, because he, he that dude couldn't have had a better debut because like people, he was announced for he debuted twenty years after his reign. His run was over. No, his re-debut. Okay, I'll say this. Congrats his to the re-debut dude. He made at a Joey statement. Janelle. Don't want to repeat this problem. You go first. He's made a statement. He's doing a lot of fucking shows. And now he's a hot commodity, so congrats to the dude. What I meant to say was his re-debut at Janela's Spring Break 2 this year couldn't have been a better reintroduction to the guy. Because him and Walter took it to the fucking limit. Was that his re-debut or was that just that was where he became like... That's I feel like where he blew up. Like everyone was like, Because I know he was working indie shows. It's, It's weird to think now after so many years... The dude is being something, but hey, now he's a guy that they want to book him against, a Walter. He's wrestling, I believe, July 8th. He's wrestling Dan Moff in fucking Rhode oh Island. God. That's a monster fucking match. Right there. So, oh, they're going to step the fuck out of each oh other. Oh, my God. If, you, if you're curious enough, look at his before pictures back in 1994. And look, look at him now. now. Holy look, shit. He was big then. 
But not as big as now. No, he's, now he's he's fucking Brian Cage, man. Yeah. Yeah. Christ, have you never seen like videos of his like workout? Should regimen? we get him for an interview? Let's talk to, to, to If we PCO. can do it, we hey, can. If we could get if we PCO, can, if you're and, listening. And, and if you guys want. If we PCO, PCO, if you're listening. But, um, so we were talking about uh, the G1 before. They're doing a G1 in San Francisco. And they announced the main event is Cody versus Kenny for the IWGP. Which I'm actually very excited about because like, I'm very happy that they'll finally get to have a match with all the fucking restrictions off. Because that's why I was like, I was, I'm going to say it, outside of the finish, which was really good... I was not a fan of the match they had at Super Cardamon. It was kind of slow. I think because we all... they were all, they were, I know why. Because they were held back by the restrictions that New Orleans put on wrestling shows that week. They and didn't they were... have restrictions. It was Ring of Honor. They could have done whatever they wanted. The only thing that, Question, the finish was... is what pissed a lot of people off. Question, that wasn't the main event, right? It was Marty and Dalton? Yeah, Marty and Dalton. So that, that was the main event for people. Yeah, in the fans. However, ours. this is the thing. What messed it up for a lot of people and us is it didn't end the story. That uh, was supposed to be the boom. It's over. Cody, Team Cody. It was more team of a start. It was basically the start, which is weird because it died off till now. <laughs> Why are you doing Why? Are you a magician? Why are you swerking your head in the circular motion? Pippity Poppy, fuck you. <laughs> okay. I want to go home. Go home! <laughs> Get the fuck out of there! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's our house now, motherfucker. Ah. Okay, but speaking of... Yeah, so tournaments. wait, so I want to mention this. Cody has potential to do something amazing. Oh, God. I was mentioning this before. He can win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Yep. He can win the Ring of Honor Championship. Yep. And the NWA Championship in, 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 in one summer. <laughs> he could. He I feel two he, out of the three he's gonna get. Yeah, we, me and Mike were talking about this earlier. Come on, but what about the raw hot star power of NWA champion Nick Aldis? Oh yeah, he's the great. dude is. <laughs> give him some credit. The no, dude Nick Aldis is good, but I'm sorry, who gives a fuck? People Magnus equals do. ratings. No, this is the thing. If you guys want to look at it, this is. I have to ask you too. Let me get to this point first. Nick Aldis gets what the NWA represented. That's something that, yes, a lot of fans are going to say, oh, Ray, you're just bullshitting. No. <laughs> Listen to the guy's interview. Listen to how he talks about wrestling. And it's something that a classic fan, like the guys from the NWA, like Billy Corgan, because that's his mindset now. Mm-hmm. He wants to bring in that classic wrestling for modern fans. Hmm, sounds like a promotion right now. Uh, but still. What's interesting. <laughs> Nick, but yeah, yeah, Nick Aldis gets it. And that's something, that's why Cody wanted to do this match. Because Cody's another guy that gets it. Which is why I told you if you watched Cody's explanation of all of it. Because he when you listen to that, I'd recommend all of you go to Cody's new YouTube channel, watch that, and see how he's truly the son of the American Dream. What? Notice how Nick Aldis has changed since two thousand nine when he was green as goose shit. <laughs> and look at him now when he has a belt and he's actually like, you know what? I'm gonna wear suits, I'm gonna be formal, I'm gonna actually talk you know like what? talking. He grew and he learned the business. That's what you need to do. Because that shows you, though, like Mike said, you could have been green as goose, you could have been nothing. But guess what? Most wrestlers start out that way. Because sometimes you think, oh, I'm a blue chipper. They're going to use me no matter what. Reality sets in. Magnus was one of those guys. It set in quick. TNA, meh. Global Force, meh. NWA sees something in him. He learned, you know what? I have to change the More specifically, Billy Corrigan. 
But Billy Corgan is NWA. Because remember, Billy Corgan NWA took is over, no brand. I actually in. need to watch that 10 Pounds of Gold series. Watch series. It's, it's very... Well, watch it with an open mind because there is... Is it just revolved around him? It's revolved around the title. So okay. it's Magnus, it's whoever's opponents he's facing, and what they bring to the table. Because there is certain episodes that even I was like... It's actually a good thing. It's, it's a good thing I'm asking this now because... I feel like it's only him and just whoever they want to bring in. No, that it's week. the title. It's the title. They're basically making why this is a but story. But don't they so do weekly shows? They do, but that's all from uh, wrestling from Hollywood. Right. However, what I'm what I was trying to get is it's the title, so it's showing what he's going through. Like this week, he wrestled. I think there was Crimson and some religious dude. Crimson, remember fucking Crimson. Crimson. Shut up. But yeah, Crimson Amazing and Red's little brother. I can't remember. I can't remember the. Uh, I think it was. Prophecy, Joseph, something like that. But what they showed was at the end of it, it brings back an old friend. It brings back Tim Storm. So then the whole thing of this is the title. So that's something. They're revolving the title because wrestling has forgotten. The title isn't just a centerpiece. It's supposed to be something. It's not just fucking, oh yeah, he has a title. I have heard it said before that the championship belt (laughs) is pretty much a prop. It shouldn't be that way. In my opinion, it is the most important prop in professional wrestling. Well, it depends on who holds it. Who's holding it, how it's booked. You can, you, you, can, you put the belt on Ric Flair, you it can means book, a lot. You can book a championship correctly, like have a guy like Pete Dunne have the UK championship for over a year and have him beat all these comers and have him say, wow, this guy's really, all these newcomers and have him say like... Compared to Brock Lesnar, who's well, barely here. Well, I was going to compare it more to like how the WCW championship was booked in 2000. <laughs> I, I went with a modern one. Okay, it has been like what sixty days since that dude has defended yeah. his championship. Let's we'll see. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that but I mentioned Pete Dunne, which is a perfect. Hey, we can talk about UK wrestling but, now. We will be gone from we've gone from the world of video games to the world of Japan to the United Kingdom. If you didn't see it, Monday and Tuesday. We get passports. We go international. We gotta go international. Gop's going on an international <coughs> trip, y'all, and you're coming with us. We gotta talk about WWE UK tournament two. That they were running the past few days, which we... Well, had I called that. it! You really did. We can officially say that Ray didn't even call it because, if you haven't seen it... You read the spoilers. The no! That's bad. Before we knew who was in it, he I said it. Zach he Gibson would win the whole thing. Liverpool's number one did indeed go on to defeat Travis Banks in the finals of the mm. UK tournament. After one hell of a match, like, oh my god. And I, and I skipped spoilers, so when I saw he won, I was like, holy shit. This no, I didn't, I tried to skip the, the spoilers, but sadly... I, was a, go, I skipped the tournament spoilers. To go through every single detail and minutia of this tournament would take another three-hour podcast, but like, let's just get down to the, the highlights, standouts, and the big moments. So let's start with day one. Let's what? start with day one. For me, the real standout in the tournament, as much as I love Zach Gibson, the guy who really... Turned my head in this tournament was like Flash Morgan Webster. I'm like, you could put that guy on TV tomorrow. Mine was Webster, but also was Joe Coffey. Joe Coffey. Joe Coffey made a statement. Not only what he does the second night as well. Watch, really watch what he's doing. But Joe Coffey proved it as the Iron King, as a guy that is a powerhouse, is something to look out for. Because Joe Coffey has wrestled for ICW, has wrestled for Progress. He's made his name. And WWE, good luck because you just have you just released an Iron Man on the roster. Well, Iron King to avoid. I know they can't use Iron Man, but to avoid Iron copyright. King. But um, 
if I was to say, like, all the UK matches were really good on day one, but um, the weakest, I'd have to say, is the Webster and Devlin match. The weakest out of the other three, because I, like, I, I liked Gibson and Gallagher. No, but why do you say that? Why? I, it's just, I, I'm not saying the match is bad. I'm just saying when you compare it to the other three, even Banks and Ashton Smith was good. Because honestly, this if anything, is, this I would say my first... Banks and Ashton Smith was like, <coughs> it was okay. But it was more of a showcase for Travis. The matches, the matches were awesome. This is what I like, though. They didn't put every name in there. Like, they put in an Ashton Smith. They put certain guys. Because guess what? They want to show the new prop. Because people know El Leguero. People know Travis Banks. People knew... Well, no. Honestly, they didn't. They didn't know much about Zach Gibson. The People crowd, know crowd. that crowd knew, but after that night and after night two, people now know Zach Gibson, and I like that WWE is focusing on that. Not only the now, actually, but they're I, looking I, at actually, the I actually like that they didn't go with the obvious and Travis Banks winning it. I think with Zach Gibson, I think Triple <coughs> H and even Shawn Michaels see a lot of potential. Even Johnny Saints probably like. This is a guy that kind of reminds me I'm glad they brought in Johnny Sane as well. That is amazing. Yeah, so Zach Gibson did win the tournament. Other things happened on night one. Uh, Tony Storm looked good on night one. Uh, It was weird because he announced the fatal four-way, and then it was a triple threat. But people knew because of the injury, she wasn't going to be able to make it. Jenny didn't make it, right? That's sad. I wanted to see Jenny in the movie. But no, it was weird in post-edit because Marl's like, coming up next is a fatal four-way match. No, he said said triple threat, and the announcer said four-way. Yeah, they kind and of the, And there was like, you couldn't edit that out? It's I like that they kept it real because it's it's something real. It's something of, hey, it happened, well, we'll go through it. But again, so, yeah, so Tony's, UK tournament, amazing night one. Let's, let's get to the, uh, the really big moment of the night one is the, the six-man tag. British Strong Style versus Undisputed Era. Now, have wow. you guys seen the report about WWE... Filing yeah. the trademark for British Strong Style. Because they, they want them. But thoughts? Is that a good thing? That or? is a very good thing. That is something that proves one thing. They finally are going to be able to use them more. This is something of Pete Dunne, Trent Seven, Tyler Bate are not just going to be, hey, yeah, we have UK guys. They'll come once in a blue. No, they're going to be a part of the roster. And I like that idea. You don't think, looking at it, it's more of like WWE's like, they make a shit ton of money. Let's no. try and capitalize on that. No, no it's Whatever not money the they make, we can make it's it. It's not the well. money. WWE makes enough money just having them as their champions. WWE is looking at it as, hey, people know them as this. They would hate if we make something new. Do you know how many shirts they'll make on yeah, the WWE they, banner? They're, they're still allowing them to use the Mustache Mountain shirts they have. It's still... WWE is well, that's just about next. the money. They're going to trademark that. This of is course. why they've kept the, and not just that, but like they will be the representatives for the UK on the American brand. It's 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 while it's while something. the NXT brand, NXT UK division is running in the background. Yes. But definitely, like, they're going to want these guys as a centerpiece. And putting that name in there isn't about the money. It's more about having that brand and having that leverage of saying, these guys, you know who they are. Mm-hmm. We're not going to lie and say, oh, these guys are the British Invasion or the British this. Bad name, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they're not I know gonna, what you mean. Yeah. They're not just going to make up a name because people know them as they British just, they, they, style. they just started wrestling. Like, no. <laughs> that is the one thing I'm really thankful for. They're rookies. With the advent of like WWE essentially like buying the indies, let's not delude ourselves here. The WWE, yeah, Triple H is buying the indies. WWE is buying the indies right now, but like, 
the benefit of that, them working with Progress, ICW. They're not lying Rev anymore Pro, saying these guys are rookies. All these times, like, it, like hell, wrestlers can come from Impact and they can use that footage now. WWE Wrestling owns. Is weird. Uh, WWE owns TNA Impact footage. Yes. They don't own it. They're able to use. They have rights. They that, 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 that's why they put they the have GWN. Because they have that working relationship. That's why they, they showed all that. That's why they I showed. say this. Wrestling is weird right now. And I like it. It's not a bad weird. It's a weird of, it shows you truly, never say never and anything. The impossible is possible. I never thought I'd see the day where I'd see WWE making reference to Jeff Hardy's Victory Road incident on the network. Can we talk about that? Let's talk about that real quick. Let's finish the UK tournament. So night one was a big success. We had going to night two, Pete Dunne versus Zach Gibson. Quick thoughts? I got to say, though, here's the thing. Zach Gibson and Pete Dunne, fantastic match. Mustache Mountain versus uh, O'Reilly and Strong. Great match. Not my favorite match of the night. <laughs> they didn't hold on to that one. My favorite match of the night, what? Tony Storm, Shayna Baszler. Ooh. That match was, despite the way, here's the thing. A lot of people had an issue with the finish. I didn't mind it so much. Here's why. I didn't either. Here's the Go thing. For Shayna Baszler, for like the first time, she didn't even have to do this with Nikki Cross. The first time, she had to take the easy way out. She had to go with the count-out victory just to survive Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. This match was about showing one thing. Tony Storm could go. She's basically on the same they level did, as Shayna. I like this. I like what they did because I was I saw a lot of people complaining. Think of it as this. It's the internet. No, but... They can complain about whatever... No, but we would complain to you. Don't lie. You would complain about it. Yeah. It's a count-out victory. Though you like count-outs for some reason. Um, it's an easy way to get around. No, but this thing. is the thing. This is the problem. The point of this match was it showcases in the UK, but also it's still showing the names of what NXT is. Yes. So Shayna Baszler, yes, she was shown as weak in the match with uh, Nikki Cross, but however, it's still remaining as the dominant women's champion. This match, it improved. It showed Shayna as a champion getting taken out a little bit, but it kept her strong without having to get a pinfall or submission mm-hmm. loss. And also showed Tony Storm as a legit threat and something to look out for with this upcoming NXT Women's UK division. Also, with those UK talent being able to cross over to the American NXT. So, also, I think what WWE needs to under, uh, needs to make sure they don't do this by accident is like I know the UK people are extremely talented, and a lot of people in NXT are from the Indies themselves, and some of them are still being trained, and yeah, still yeah. learning. But what's it? They need to make sure that they don't, like, embarrass their own division. No, that's why don't they bring do... Don't like, make sure the outside people are not no. overpowering. No, no, no. Like, that's that's why they're giving them their own division. Right. No, not even that, but they also know what they're doing. That's why they'll put certain people against certain people, but they also know, like, say, hey, like, we're say, not like, going to overshadow. That's why... Like, for example, say they bring in Pete Dunne for one week, and he, they have him against, like, a ran, like Montez Ford or something like <laughs> What the fuck? What's and, and, and somebody on uh, NXT on a random week. And Pete Dunne is, like, beating the shit out of Montez. And, and what's the... What's the... Yeah, but I don't think they would do that. Be? They wouldn't... That's what I'm saying. They need to they, kind they, of be careful. No, but they know who to put a balanced match. They're going to put Pete Dunne. They're going to put him against a guy like Adam Cole. They're going to put him against a guy that's already been established in NXT. They're not just going to put him... Sadly, against one of the tag guys. Yeah. But to that effect, they could put the guys, oh, they could do them versus Mustache Mountain. 
Why? Sure. Because they're an established tag team, yeah. and Mustache Mountain wouldn't overshadow them. It would just be an even match. Yeah. Uh, other things to take away from uh, night two, we had the tag match. The dream match, actually. Uh, Velveteen Dream and EC3 versus uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet. This was really good, because I gotta say this. EC3, people love him. Alistair Black, people fucking love him. Ricochet popped the crowd huge. Yes. Velveteen Dream came out. That place fucking popped the boner, man. They exploded. They exploded. The, the, the roof came off. The roof came off. The I am surprised day by day by Patrick Clark. The dude found the niche and he's working it to the team. Can you believe that they at one point were going to give this guy the Trump gimmick? Oh, God. Glad they didn't do No, I swear, no. For a while in developmental, he was going to be the pro-Trump guy. Gee, I wonder who came up with that idea. God damn it, God damn it pal, he's my best friend. Adam Cole uh, faced Wolfgang. In the that was a good match. match. That was a good match. Cole and Wolfgang took it. Wolfgang is someone I want to see in NXT. He needs to be in NXT. The dude is a big guy that can fly. And, uh, awesome. and also, if you are a fan of this individual and you are not happy with his 205 run, Norm Dar won a fatal four-way to become number one contender for the UK title. This is funny. They made you know they gave Noam Dar this big reception. He comes out with the face reaction, but then is still heel. It's 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 weird how he did this. They have him win. He's now number one contender. Spoiler. Sorry. If you haven't watched <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a bit. With recording Skip like five after. more minutes. Skip this five was, more. This minutes. was recorded last week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Noam Dar wins, but then we see the debut. Like I said. Look out for Joe Coffee, but not just Joe. Mark. As his brother, Mark Coffee, the Coffee Boys, are now in WWE UK. UK. And it, well, NXT UK. What are we calling it? Is it NXT UK or WWE UK? It's, it's NXT UK. Okay, yeah. so NXT UK, that tag team division now has the Coffee Boys, and they killed everyone. They pretty much did the village and killed everybody, which was... I was crazy. scared for Travis Banks because he took a... Flapjack uppercut, and it looked hard because it felt like they dropped him, and then the uppercut just caught him falling. Yeah. And I was like, "Ah." Oh. It's actually very interesting. We're talking about this now because with the idea of them bringing in UK tag titles, I'm looking at Ben Shirt. They could bring in Travis Banks' partner, TK Cooper. Yep, for South keep Pacific. It, keep it 100. There's yep. a lot of. Ideas they can do. The Definitely way. bringing TK Cooper. Just don't have him do any fucking, uh, fucking axle spins out of the ring and have yeah. him break both his ankles again. I don't know. Uh, they can also bring in Rampage Brown that we've seen a lot in Defiant. I want to see maybe, a lot. Maybe I a Martin Kirby if he's under Ooh. progress or. Uh, I think he's, he's working with I, uh, progress. So that We're not going to see Joe Hendry because he's an impact. You won! Well, he's doing good in Impact. We've seen the spoilers. He's doing... Right, He's yeah. making a name for himself. So, hey, do what you have to More do. More reasons to watch them. Thank God for Don Callis, man. He's really brought that product. Don Callis is... And Coach Samore. Both guys are doing amazing for the company. And congrats to Impact is making something... They're making a name for themselves again. It's something that I said... Give them Slowly. Speaking of giving... Slowly. Speaking of giving congratulations to people, we're about to go to break, and we're about to come back with SmackDown, Raw, and Indie Updates... But a little bit of a congratulations need to be given out to a man we both we all know very well. Our, this is a shout out to New York and New Jersey indie talent Sonny Kiss. Oh, who during oh. this recording tonight, 
has made his television debut on Lucha Underground. So three cheers for that guy. Congratulations. Good things happen to good people. Good things happen to good, very talented people. And if you've ever had the pleasure of seeing Sonny Kiss live... As long as he's not fighting for the Nintendo Power Glove, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back. Oh, my God. Poor G.A.W. Jesus Christ. And we'll be right back. Wow, the stinger. Timmy, I'm from the Dream Come True Fantasy Foundation. You ready to wrestle? You bet. Mom, Dad, it's really him. Now I'm ready. It looks so real. Don't count on Sprite to do anything but point your first. And welcome back to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Joining us via satellite right now, it is he is a member of the House of Glory roster. Typically, he is one half of the New York Wrecking Crew, but as his partner is MIA with an injury at the moment, he is an army of one. He is the Dark Chocolate Chosen One, the Luke Cage of the New Age, Overlord of the Underground. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Smooth Blackman. How you doing, sir? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So thanks for being on the show. So um, I guess the first question to ask, like, the obvious would be, how are you doing right now? Like, how are you handling, like, working on your own, being, like, once being part of a tag team and now sort of handling yourself as a single star? Like, has that transition been easy for you? Has it been difficult? What do you have to say to that? Uh, I would say it's been on, you know, the rough side. But uh, I, ne- I never back down from a challenge. I'm always willing to learn new things. That's what I've been working on, a lot of self-growth in my time away from Chris, but not really away. My brother's always by my side. Awesome, awesome. I got gotcha. you. That's cool, that's cool. Okay. What's up, brother? How's it going? This is the law here. Uh, next question I got to ask, how's your mental state at the moment? Because the last time we did see both of you in a ring together, you guys were assaulted by former manager Matthew Ryan Shapiro. How's that going? Uh, to be honest, I would say there's a lot of pent-up anger. Mm. That that was six months ago. And again, three months ago. But uh, we haven't been able to get our hands on him yet. So, you know, we're at that moment where like, we haven't been able to blow off the steam that we want to blow off. We haven't been able to take off the heads that we want to take off. So uh, we're always a quiet storm. We're calm right now, but we are angry. Mm. Makes makes perfect sense. Yeah. So now that we've gotten all of what's go- currently going on out of the way, let's start digging into the... Uh, the real nitty-gritty, the backstory, if you will. So where did your interest in professional wrestling come from, and why did you decide to turn it into your full-on career? Why did you decide professional wrestling is what I want to pursue going forward as a serious venture? Uh, well, it was about 2011. I was at a time in my life where I was like, I'm going to say I was kind of lost. I didn't have... A direction as young 21-year-olds are. You know, so it's like when you're at that age where, like, you're just out of school, it's time for the next stage of your life, and you don't really know where, you, you don't really know where you're going, but you know what you're passionate about. And it really, it, that's when, out of nowhere, it really dawned on me that I've, I've always loved professional wrestling. And 
it dawned on me that if I wanted to do it, I could actually do it. Like, there'd have to be somewhere to learn. And I'd never Googled a wrestling school before. And I finally did. And luckily, House of Glory was very close to me. Nice. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, definitely, House of Glory, we know you well as one of the homegrown talent from there. Uh, What's your experience with House of Glory? How did Red and Brian take you in? How was that? learning the curves of wrestling and what the business is? Uh, Red and Brian took me in. House of Glory took me in. Like a loving family would take in any kid off the street, honestly. Uh, I would say I would say early on it was kind of rough. I'm a, a slow learner, but they weren't, they are, they are very patient. It's a very, it's a very nurturing environment, House of Glory. Like we mentioned, I, I've seen House of Glory before. I notice a lot of camaraderie, a, lot, a strong family bond among the people who work and learn and teach within it. What would you say has been the funniest moment that you've had working in the ring, behind the scenes, as a part of House of Glory? <laughs> funniest moment. Oh, God. Don't, don't. Uh, okay. Well, I'm just going to throw this out there because I was talking about it earlier, actually. There's a Canada incident that I'm not, I'm not able to talk about. That would be the funniest moment, but that is an... Yeah, I think a, I heard that, that story. Yeah. That's, that's not a good story to talk about today. Yeah, Next that's question. A shoot, that's a shoot autobiography <laughs> story right there. What would your if you had to, if you were writing an, if you were writing an autobiography if you were writing an autobiography what would it be called? Hmm. If I was writing an autobiography, what would it be called? Huh? The Hennessy Chronicles. <laughs> I approve you know, of this title. You know, that, okay. that's, how, that's how that's how I relax. I'm gonna sit down for a straight month and every night just chronicle the last 27 years of my life. And I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a drink of Hennessy the whole time I'm writing this autobiography. Okay. All right. That's a, that's a good one. Okay. Let me move on to one of our fans' oh, questions. Oh wait, wait. I do want to. I do have. A funny moment for you. Ooh. That you can talk about. That I can talk about. Very good. Let us have it. <laughs> okay. So, there was a five-on-five five tag team match. And this clip, this match is should, it's still on YouTube. The, <laughs> someone's going to kill me for this. But it is the New York Wrecking Crew. And deconsentus on one side of the ring. There was a part where I get blind tagged by one of my partners, who I'm not going to name. You'll have to see it in the clip. I get blind tagged when I hit the rope. And he falls straight off the apron as soon as he tags me. My God. So go to YouTube, find that clip. I will do your, I will send it to you. But that is the funniest moment of the through a table, by the way. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my yeah, God. this is hilarious. <laughs> okay. I hate you guys for making me remember this. I'm going to get cursed out. <laughs> so I got to ask, uh, like, we mentioned your, why you got into the
why it's been such a thrill for you, but who have been some of your in-ring influences that you've watched tape of, you watched footage of, really kind of molded yourself after to be like, I love this guy's style, that's how I want to wrestle, it fits me as a performer. What would you say to that? Hmm. First off, I would have to say Amazing Red, my trainer. Our, out of every out of every wrestler past and present, he is the one I would watch the most, and I see him live frequently. And people, a lot of people say they miss Durag Red. To me, he never left. I see him all the time. But uh, as far as my influences go, as far as personality gimmick wise, The Rock. Because nice. I would love to be, I would love to be, I would love to have that kind, that level of charisma to be able to ju- just with my words to be able to hold thousands of people in the palm of my hands. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good way yeah. to look at That's a good combination. Yeah. Amazing Red and The Rock. Yeah. That's, that's an awesome combination. Uh, hmm. I'm, I'm really into Eddie Kingston. Ah, that's a good choice. Yeah. yeah. Spinning back and gr- coming soon. <laughs> yeah, the gritty style. I honestly, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are a big or like a big fan of his, but to me, when I see Eddie Kingston, I see reality. Everything he does looks rough. Everything he does looks real. Oh yeah, especially his promos. I love Eddie's promos. Yeah, profanity written, but that's still great. <laughs> yeah, that's, still, that's, still that's just great a part promos. of Eddie. That's a part of Eddie. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how Impact's controlling him right now, but that's Eddie. I have a question. We're sort of getting the backstory as we go. So like, we've learned how you got into the business, what your influences are. Let's get a big part of the equation here. How did you meet Chris Seaton, and how was the New York Wrecking Crew formed? I met Chris Seaton. It had to be very early in my training in House of Glory. My first, probably the first couple weeks, my first memory of meeting Chris would be him chopping me. <laughs> and that's very, it's a very honest story. That is my first memory of this. Because Chris is, for those who don't know, he's more experienced in ring than I am. Even though I'm the older of the two. So, honestly, my earliest memory of meeting Chris is him beating the piss out of me. Honestly. I felt his chops. Those are, yeah, they were rough. Yeah. What would you say, like, what was the moment that you guys really clicked as a team together? Like, it wasn't just, a lot of teams come together, last a very short time, don't go anywhere, they just fizzle. What was the moment between you and him where you really thought, yeah, this is the guy I could see moving forward with, really becoming a cohesive, successful duo with? Well, Chris and I were both in a, a gauntlet match for one individual who has disappeared. And uh, unfortunately, I lost. Chris was the entrant after me. And I saw another brother about to get screwed over by the man. And I wasn't going to let it happen to him like it had happened to me. So at the last second, I swooped in and I saved my brother. And we laid a massive beat down on that chump. And we've been together ever since. Oh, camaraderie. That's, that's nice. awesome. Yeah. So, you, know, I, you know, I think I saw that guy recently. 
Ooh. Could be wrong. I could be wrong. Wow. So you mentioned like you mentioned like how you met, how you met Chris, how all this all happened. Even though you are not, to put it politely, on the best of speaking terms right now, how did uh, how did uh, Matthew Ryan Shapiro come into the? Oh, he's gonna come kill into you. Into the mix. <laughs> <He's> gonna... <laughs> huh. So I. Uh... Matthew arrived at House of Glory a few months prior, and Chris and I admired his business savvy, the way that he speaks to the higher-ups in House of Glory, which is a problem that Chris and I have always had, because you know, two rough-looking young brothers like Chris and myself, we can't just walk up to the suits and start a conversation. So uh, we walked up to Matthew, Acquired his services. We became like family. But at the end of the day, we saw, we see now, the opportunist that he really is. I feel you. Mm-hmm. That's sad. That was, an, that was a great good, bond. But it was a good partnership for a while. Yeah. He, did, he did get you to the House of Glory Tag Team Championship. No, I wouldn't say that. I, ex- ex- I wouldn't say me. that. They got excuse me. Who got us to the Who got us to the house? I meant to say you and your no, 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 no. I meant to say you and your exceptional wrestling talent, sir. I meant to say that he's lying to you. He's alone, detached from him, could have gotten those championships. Stop lying, Benjamin. Don't. I'm not lying. You're lying to the man. I'm correcting myself when I was wrong. I was wrong. You're smirking. I can see. I only remember Chris Seaton and myself making the pin on July 1st, 2017, a night of infamy. I don't remember a third man in there. Yeah, so you're on your honor, sir, and I definitely I agree with you on that one. So we're we're basically getting the full we're getting lightly. So we're getting the full story of like how this has all gone down and like a big like as we mentioned before, this is a difficult thing to talk about, but it's an important part of the story right now. So I, I wanna ask the reason you guys are no longer holding those belts is by no fault, is by no match or by fault of your own. But an unfortunate thing happened, I believe, back last summer. I believe your October, October, close. And do you want to take us through what exactly happened that night and what actually happened, resulting in your partner's unfortunate injury? Uh, you know, Chris Seaton is a big risk taker. Uh, he went for one of those, as we say in the business, a high risk maneuver. Yep. You know, he he likes to float like a butterfly. He went for a moonsault, landed it almost perfectly, but uh, landed hard on his, uh, his left leg, and. Fractured his femur. That's that is really yeah. unfortunate, yeah. and um, yeah. like like you yeah. have you have definitely been holding down the fort very successfully since his business unfortunate sidelining. But as we mentioned before, you've transitioned into a single star, and you've been you've been making your way up in House of Glory, and you've been sort of. You've been feuding with the Masons as of late, and what, do you have anything to say to the Masons if they're listening? If the Masons are listening to this, well, first I'd like to thank them for taking their time away from eating bland Chick Fil A and listening and listening to my podcast. 
I know they have a busy schedule of massages administered by male masseuses. Uh, if I had something to say to them, it would be a warning. See, while my brother and I were active as a team, they weren't in House of Glory. This is true. But we'll, but we'll be back soon. So they may, they may want to skip town by the time we get back. Because they've been climbing up the ladder of the tag team division. And I would hate for someone to pull that ladder out from under them for them to come crashing down. No, well, nobody wants nobody wants that to happen, obviously. Shut up, Ben. We're pulling the ladder you, off of you. You, you, you want to know a secret? I want it to happen. I lied. It's all about, it's all about honesty here, sir. Speaking of which, here's, oh, a very, here's an interesting question I'd like to ask you. Like, you... Anybody who works in the wrestling business can tell you, me, I can tell you, Ray can tell you, anybody can tell you that you're going to meet a lot of people you love to work with, you're going to meet people that you don't like to work with. Who would you say, aside from Chris, because obviously he would be the first, who has been your favorite person to work with in the business? And here's a loaded one. Who's been your least favorite person to work with in the business? Are you trying to get in the trouble today? <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I am not afraid of anyone. <laughs> I'll get in trouble. I'll get in trouble if I want it. <laughs> so, aside from Chris, my favorite person to work with. Huh. So, oh, a brother named Sloppy Joe that I've met on occasion. Have you guys seen old Sloppy Joe? I have never actually, I'm going to say, I've never heard of Sloppy Joe before. I can't. Tell us a little about Sloppy Joe. Yeah. Was he from Excellence? The name sounds familiar. Yes, he is. It's Excellence, the, right? It's Sloppy Joe. Oh, okay. Sloppy Joe is a head chef, and his partner, the apprentice chef, those, those guys are amazing. I wonder what happened to them. I, I, I've i seen him once work. I don't know. Yeah. They just, they, eh. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't stood on the other, I haven't stood on the opposite side of the room from them. That would be a dream match. Those guys work. NYWK versus, versus Sloppy Joe. That would be cool. That would be really awesome to see. So we. Do... I, I believe I believe they were called too many cooks. Too many cooks. That yeah. would be amazing. Too many cooks. <laughs> so we we now know um, who you'd like to work with. Who, in your personal opinion, has been your least favorite person to work with? My least favorite person to work with. Hmm. You know, to be honest, I don't really like anyone. Damn. That's a fair answer. Yeah. That kind of hurt because yeah. I work with a... <laughs> well, right, nobody likes you. Yeah, you're not excluded. Uh. But Ben, Ben, Ben. You'd be happy to know that you're not excluded either. <laughs> I, I had a feeling yeah. that one was. I had a feeling that one was coming. Up. Oh god! Well, you call well, like I know, you call my buddy Minkus like all the time. So he's not lying though. You're, you're not lying. lying though. Though. Wait, where is that? Where is that kid? He is. He's around doing his own thing. He's just so he's he's busy making a movie actually, yeah. which is awesome. So you know, Matt will be happy to. Oh, uh, really? Hmm. I said, really? That's that's interesting. Oh, yeah, it is. Yep. 
Okay. Definitely plug that later. I'll plug that later in the show. But yeah. I'll, I'll tell Minkus that you said hi. <laughs> he doesn't say hi. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely parlay the message to old Minkus. But uh, so oh, I got a, so here's an here's a fun question that I've been asking a lot of different people. Uh, actually, no. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna save this one. Ray has one, and then I'm gonna ask mine. I'm gonna say you're gonna let me ask questions, or is this the bad interview? God, I can leave the room. <laughs> okay, bro. We've talked yes, about the tag. Uh, we've talked about the tag career. We've talked about the singles run. But what's your goals? What is the next step for Smooth Blackman in 2018? In 2018, well, you know, we're still we're halfway through the year. It's still pretty early. First, my goal in 2018 would be to break out outside of House of Glory to break out into more promotions, which I'm working on right now. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'd really like to be the one to throw House of Glory on my back and carry it to success. Nice. And there is a nice white and gold belt around the waist of an outsider right now. And, I would like to get that back. And uh, you you believe it would you'd be better suited around the waist of uh, a homegrown talent such as yourself? Oh, I'm, I'm talking exactly about myself. I don't care about anyone else. Yes. <laughs> Not like myself. It's only smooth black men. It's smooth black men to nobody, baby. Damn right. Well, watch out, Sammy Callahan. Here's a here's a funny little no, normal question. Here's a stupid question. We get this one from our fans quite a lot. We ask it to all the talent who come on our shows, but it often results in a very interesting, rather divisive. Oh, I know what's going. So uh, Nova Gray asks, uh, which do you prefer, pancakes it's, or waffles? It's, it's magnums. Huh? Wait, what? What? Which do you prefer, pancakes or waffles? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me something completely different. <laughs> something for the ladies. But, okay. but ladies, if you're listening, just keep that in your pocket. Okay. But, uh, okay. Let's go back. You Pancakes or waffles? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what you guys are laughing about. But, uh, I would say pancakes. Wonderful. <laughs> Finally, we got a pancakes because it's always Waffle House. Everyone's always going to Waffle House. Oh, God. You know, I've never been to a Waffle House. You Damn. Were... And in my community, what's going on right now, I can't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I guess I'm rocking with IHOP right now. You mean IHOB? I don't, I, 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 I don't recognize that. Neither do I, I, I sir. I, I, yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not going with that. Jesus Christ! No, God. nobody, nobody goes to IHOP for a fucking burger. Oh, nobody does that. God. That's not, not a thing. It's not a thing people do. Here's, a, here's another fun one that I've been asking our guests as of like, as always, results in interesting answer. If you could reach into a movie, a book, comic book, video game, any form of fictional media, pull one character out of it and have a wrestling match with them, which fictional character would it be? Oh. Well, because because I'm in the mood, because well, I'm still in that mode right now. I would pull Bushmaster out of Luke Cage. Ooh, because that dude, that dude was awesome. I still need to get around to seeing the second season. Like it's on my Netflix queue, and I'm gonna start that tonight because it looks fucking great. Interesting. It it is it is very great. 
Um, what I will say is, which obviously neither of you aren't, unless there's something I just don't know. If you're Jamaican, it may get a little annoying. <laughs> Honestly, it may get a little annoying. Well, there you but go. It is, a, it, 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 it is a great season. There's the warning to any of our fans that happen to be Jamaican. Nice. So yeah, that's that's pretty much. Is all that all your questions? Can I ask him more questions? You go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. It's like it's the bench show today. Oh god. I prefer red light. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, brother. Next question I gotta ask you is definitely. You've mentioned your goal is to still be crown jewel champion outside of House of Glory to do more. What is the next step? High intensity is coming up. What do you look to do there? At high intensity, honestly, I don't know what I'm doing at high intensity. But I, uh, I will be keeping a close eye on the tag division as I always am. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actions of the House of Game Gong really disturbed me. You know, you don't, uh, as a father myself of a young girl, you don't put your hands on a man's daughter. Yeah, that that, that was a little uncalled for. That yeah. was a little uh, on their part. Yeah. So, uh, you know, with House of Glory, I usually don't like management. But if they need a soldier for that, I'll be on the front line. Oh, there you go. Some 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 big words from Smooth Black in there. Yes, other than that, I'm going to sit front row for the women's tag match. I don't care if I don't care if I'm on the show or not. I'll get a ticket. Nice. I think I know yes. the guy that's front, do- front at the door, so he'll let you in. That guy's an asshole. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to tell him you said that. I think he does. Yeah, but I'm going to be like, hey, specifically, hey, Ben was talking trash about you. You should go smack him. Can I smack him now, then? I'll wait till the interview is over. Oh, too. Oh, damn. Yes, send me a video. Will do. Damn it. There we go. Last question, brother, before we let you go, because it's going to go into a train wreck. Uh, <laughs> it's always a train wreck. It's oh, God. Uh, for any of your fans, for anyone, what's the message you want to leave? What is Smooth Blackman to this day? A message I want to leave for the fans. First off, you can do anything that you put your mind to. Uh, One of my mantras nowadays is there's going to be a million people that doubt you. You don't need to be one of them. If you guys can can understand that, we appreciate that. That is that is, that is are, deep. I, those are some real ass, good, very inspiring words to awesome. leave off on, sir. Awesome. So, if the fine people online want to follow you, see what you're. By the way, if you're not following this guy on social media, you're robbing yourself of a rich tapestry of rants and reactions, media opinions, reaction videos, a plethora of amazing content. So, just where can they find you online? Um. On Instagram, at smoothblackman underscore H-O-G. On Twitter, at smoothblackman. Well, there you go. Nice and simple. Fantastic. Follow the guy. Do you have any merch but, that? Do you have any merch available that people can buy? 
No, not at the moment. But this asshole did make me a very nice shirt that I'm gonna get printed for merchandise soon. Fucking asshole, man. What kind of asshole wastes his time making designs for people? Fucking loser. I don't know. I know, man. I, you know, you know. I'm gonna guess he's a virgin, but I have seen him with a girl before. Oh. I, I I asked her if she needed me to call the police. She said no. So I'm gonna guess he's a virgin. Okay. Damn it. Okay. Oh, God. Who's laughing, everybody? My God. Thank you sir. again, Thank brother, for doing Thank you so much show. for being on the show, sir. Don't forget to follow, so follow him on all that good social media. Definitely check out check him out at High Intensity House of Glory. Ray, what is the ones that show going down at again? Uh, that is going to be August 17th, live from the NYC Arena, High Intensity 7. Tickets are available now, hlgwrestling.net. Show will be featuring Austin Aries, the real one, a.k.a. Enzo Amore. And more talent coming soon. So and smooth Blackman, I'm the star. And and smooth Blackman, Blackman the star, the mother. Fuck you, Sammy Callahan. This guy's the real motherfucking draw. So we're about to let you go, sir. So we're gonna have let you, of course, have the final line. What do you want to leave all the fine people listening at home with as your final statement? Magnums. Magnums. Damn there right. you go. Once again, I'm Avenging Ben. I'm the Lord Ramundo. We'll be right back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast right after this. Yo, Hulkamaniacs, it's me, Hulk Hogan. Check out my new look. Mm. Brother, I was at Arby's scarfing down a chicken cordon blue. That natural chicken tastes righteous. That's because it's not all pumped up with phosphates and fillers, which gave the Hulkster an idea. Maybe I don't need to be pumped up either. Who needs to be doing bench presses and deadlifts all day? Now all of Arby's chicken is made with 100% all-natural, all-delicious chicken. Try our chicken cordon bleu with ham and melted Swiss. It'll have you saying... I'm thinking Arby's, brother. And we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, and it is time once again for everyone's favorite segment, Who's That A-Knockin'? It's... Orale, what's happening, amigos? It's Pepe! Hi, senor Mike. Hi, senor Ben. How's he? Pepe. Pepe. I'm sorry, I had some bad lunch. It didn't go down the end pipe. Oh. So what happened to you today? Apparently okay. Mike says something me, happened. Me was so happy. Me went to the GameStop. Me pre-ordered 2K19. Because yeah. Remy's... Yes, yeah, hang on, Mike. How'd you know? We were talking about earlier. Oh, I missed that. I'm sorry. What do you think about the commercial, by the way? It was amazing. Why did they put the Miz in a mask, though? He called him a pest. I guess you're not a Miz fan anymore. Ah, uh, you weird gringos. But whatever. Then hey. I went... Go on. Shut up. I then went to go pick up some lunch. I was like, I'm going to be nice. I was getting Ray some too. Then I went to Subway. Okay. And they say they have the burrito. They said they have flatbread. So I said, okay, the tortilla. I go, I ask for a burrito. They said, what kind of bread? I said, no, burrito. Bread. No, burrito. They didn't give me my burrito. <laughs> so what they gave you? They gave me a flatbread. I wanted the burrito. Were you yelling at them? Yes. Constantly. They wanted to toast it. I said, no, I want it on the flatbread. <laughs> then it asked for guacamole. They said it's extra. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean extra? I picked those avocados, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I picked those avocados. But yeah, then I went to the store. I got you guys some spicy candy. How'd you like it? Oh, so Hello, the yours. You motherfucker. Yeah, I told Ray to, to tell you guys they were spicy. He didn't tell us that part. Uh, oh, wait. How's the mist? Thanks, Pepe. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Okay, bye, everybody. 
He's still sub Ben. Bye! You motherfucker, no, you get back here! You get back here, you! He's gone. Oh, god damn it. As soon as, as, soon as he's here, gone like, gone like the wind. It's weird, though. Like I never a the wind. I just saw him run that way, I don't know. Y'all is never in the same room I at the same time. I gave him the Did he tell you about his burrito? Yeah, interesting story in the world of Pepe. He bought me a salad. It was weird. Okay, carry on. Uh, so ben, Let's talk about Hardee's. Hardee Boys segment. Let's talk from- about the 24 yeah. special they did on the Hardee's Woken. They were actually really in deep with this. They didn't hold any punches back. They talked about everything from when they left in 2009 to Jeff Hardy's incident from Victory Road 2011. And they talked about Matt Hardy's uh, drug problems. And you guys are ignoring me on your phones. Sorry. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you can explain, you know. We've taken the lead on everything else. What are you talking about? Ben, you have nothing to say about the Hardys? I do. That documentary was quite possibly one of the best things I've seen this year. I almost as, as got a little... As far as documentaries? As far as documentaries in, in wrestling content goes. I had no idea that these guys were, as, were going through as, anything close to as bad as what was shown here. I think the telling point was when Chris, they did an interview with Christian and said that if you don't stop what you're doing... You're going for, for to die. You're going to die. They didn't hold back on any of this. They showed Victory Road. They showed all of Matt Hardy's <coughs> weird bullshit he was doing. They showed... I like that they broke it down. They showed not only the good of the business, but they showed the bad. And it showed what it can do because, again, these guys... This is why I said earlier, if you're going to join this business, not all roads are like that. There are a lot of positive in this business. There are a lot of guys that did good. However, it hurts. It's a business. You're putting your body... It's not fake. People can say it time and time again. Oh, they're throwing fake punches, this and that, it's stories, it's bullshit. No. You're putting yourself through a lot of fucking pain to entertain people and to do what you love. And to them, it was something they wanted to do since they were kids. And they weren't not, they were not going to stop until they took the biggest risks and entertained all of you. So yes, that led them to painkillers, alcohol, drugs. Because guess what? It stopped the pain. And sadly, I've seen people have to do it. And it's sad because it's the guys that you wouldn't expect either. It's guys that are always happy. That's why, please, check on people you love. Because you never know what they're doing That to the point. Matt and Jeff explained it in that, in that 24 documentary. They, wanted to co- they contemplate suicide. It's sad. Matt Hardy, he did it as a joke. I don't feel he was joking. I felt the dude really got to that point. But however... He knew he had a family. He knew what was going to happen. And I, I'm glad both both parties have kids and they're able to see the light at the end of the tunnel and they're able to now have careers again. Jeff, yes, he said he fell again, but guess what? It's normal. It's something that at least he was able to own up to. That's something that's half the battle there. So please, don't watch this and say, oh, look how fucked up the Hardys are. Don't make fun of it. No. Look at how real it is and how they're able to accept it. Because that's half the battle there. Nine times out of ten, guys are going to say, oh, I don't have a problem. They didn't think they had one. They admit it. They said, no, they lied. They lied to Christian. They lied to Big Show. They lied to these guys. They lied to their friends who they weren't Christian. They weren't Big Show. They were lying to guys like Jay and Paul. They were their friends. And to think 
it's sad. Sometimes you have to see your friends go through a lot of shit. And it's something that me, I grew up loving the Hardy Boys, and I always did to think one of the things that got me out of my depression was getting to meet the guys. And Ben and Mike can tell you, I've gone through shit. I've gone through that kind of stage of wanting to fucking end it all. I'll break that fucking wall here because guess what? I was happier to see that to show they're real fucking guys. Matthew Moore Hardy and Jeffrey Nero Hardy are not fucking just wrestlers. They're two guys that are two brothers that grew up in a fucking small town in North Carolina that wanted to do something big. And guess what? They did it. But what cost? It took them almost half their fucking lives. It's amazing how quickly they got their lives back together and now they're on top again in the WWE with one on Raw and one on SmackDown. And that's a good thing, though. That shows you that, yes, time and effort is going to be something you have to have. It's something you have to have patience. And, yes, a lot of downs, a lot of ups. But guess what? For every one of those downs, the up is going to be even sweeter. Yeah. And that's the good part because look at this. They have both have two beautiful children each. Jeff with the Hardy, the next generation of Hardy girls, two lovely daughters, Matt with Maxwell and Wolfgang. They're beautiful children. They see now... That yes, they fucked up, but guess what? I don't think, even I'll say it with my choice that I've made, I don't regret what I've done, and I doubt they regret what they've done. Because guess what? Yes, you might say, oh, you don't think they would change what they did? No. Because changing what you did in the past... They needed to go through this to become the people they needed to be. Exactly. It is okay in this life to make mistakes. As long as you admit to yourself, I have fucked up, I know I fucked up, but it's not too late to change yourself. This is a weird, crazy, dangerous, unpredictable world, kids. You gotta surround yourself with people who love and support you, hold on tight, and just hope to God the world doesn't, like, kick you off. Because it's a, it's a crazy world out there. And, like, if there's one thing that this, these guys' story has shown us is that it's never too late to pull yourself back from the brink of absolute fucking destruction. So definitely check out the Hardy Boys 24 special on WWE, because it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And now with that said, let's get into Raw. Uh, before we get into that, uh, let's mention that uh, on 205 this week, Leo Rush finally made his 205 debut. Uh, any first, first Wait, impression no, no. thoughts? They finally did it for Dewey! They finally did it for... You're, no? talking, you're talking about the job where he beat but, but Dewey Jones? No one got the Southpaw reference? We got I made it! Do it! Baby! Yeah! For me! We got the reference. Do it! <laughs> do it! Do it! Poor do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. But yeah. Make season three! They're gonna. They're oh. Usually around the summer they do it. Yeah, they usually film more episodes around others. But uh, they're rush. We've seen them in person. What's it like watching them on WWE Network? Crazy to think it's a guy I got to speak to when he was on the Indies. When he came to Hogs, he was an awesome guy to talk to, and he has earned his spot. Yes, the gimmick is showing a little more of a kind of like chauvinistic side of the dude, but hey, it's something, it's a cool gimmick to do. Yeah. He still showed how impressive he is. He went to WWE and he took Topanga with him. <laughs> just get Topanga! Topanga also got... If you also don't know, back when Leo was running in uh, PWG, 
the actress who plays Topanga on Boy Meets World the, and Daniel now Girl Meets Fisher. World. She uh, she's apparently a a big wrestling fan, and she's an even bigger Leo Rush fan. Well, th- well, she said that Leo was the, like the first guy she saw. And was really yeah, she loved she loved what he did because the style is something. It's magical. The yeah. dude can fucking do some amazing flips. Even Mike was saying he loved the uh, spinning dropkick he did last night. So right. congrats to Leo. He finally makes name of himself now on a bigger stage. Right. So. Two of five live. Definitely check that out. Hopefully, now. hopefully him and Cedric have something planned in the future. If Cedric's still the champion. My actual, what I want to see is a Leo with a name now. Because they tried to do it on NXT, but now. Leo Rush having this backing versus the Dream. I want to see that match, hopefully, on a bigger stage. Maybe a Raw, maybe a SmackDown, but I want to see that happen. It's kind of a good thing that the Cruiserweights are off Raw for a little bit, because Raw sometimes are up and down, and if the Cruiserweights are on there, they're lumped in with that. This was Raw didn't need it, though. Yeah. Let's get into that. What happened on Raw this week, Mike? So, we go to Monday Night Raw. We open up with Kurt Angle and Constable Corbin. 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 If Corbin keeps doing this, he's going to give me constipation. I hate this gimmick. I hate it. Thank God he shaved his head. This is the only good thing that's come out of this gimmick. Yeah. So Kurt Angle came out, said that there was a snag in the Brock Lesnar contract. Oh, gee, really? <laughs> so Roman Reigns came out. And then Bobby Lashley came out. WWE's favorite big muscly men came out. Oh, God. Kurt Angle clarified that that the deal with Brock fell through, and that and that he wouldn't be on the card at all. Lashley Gee, Reigns. really? Lashley and Reigns got into a fight with each other, and they got interrupted by, for all of all people, the revival. And even more shocking than that, Dash School Board Roman got the win. They won. I laughed so hard, and they'll be fired by next week. Yeah. <laughs> Which, judging by the astronomical law of values, which means that they will be fired in about two minutes. Two minutes. Either that or they do a rematch again on Monday and they get their win back, even Steven. No, I feel... You know what's funny about this? This is leading to... Because last week they announced it was going to be a multi-man match with Roman, Lashley, and other people. Now it looks like it's going to be one-on-one, Lashley versus Roman, <laughs> which doesn't sound any better at all. <laughs> I'd rather have the singles just because... I want to see these two just clash. Like, the highlight of last year's Extreme Rules really was that five-way to determine the number one contender. That was a great match. That was a great match. And, like, there really was the sense of... Yeah, I feel like they were recycling the same storyline with this. If it works, it works, in my opinion. Just, like, honestly, like, the most... Is it cool, though? You have to sell... You have to sell Extreme Rules. Like, it's a show that actually matters. I like it when they make who will fight for the title as big a prize as the title itself. I like it when number one contenders matches are the main event because it's just like, yeah, this guy won and now he's going for the title. When Joe won at Extreme Rules last year, none of us saw that coming. We all thought it was going to be Finn. Yeah. But I feel in, like in, this, our, in our fantasy bookings, we wanted it to happen. I feel like this pay-per-view is not going to be as Raw heavy. I feel SummerSlam is going to be more Raw boomed. Yeah, but this, this pay-per-view is going to be SmackDown because I see they're going to do something with Jeff. They have to do a ladder match with Nakamura. That would be amazing. Would be. Do something, Nakamura. They're, they're going to push Styles and Russo. Just yeah, keep, it's going to be something. Just keep the dogs away from Shinsuke. We'll get into that let, uh, No, let's not. We'll get into that Good we'll luck, Shinsuke. It. Sorry that you got bit. But, yeah. um, That's all we're going to say because I don't want to fucking dish on that. Oh, I want to mention this because 
last year, when we were going back to uh, going back and forth with the comments, and Roman said, 10 years ago, you left, and what did you do in the MMA? Nothing. What the record? Last year was 15 and 2. Define nothing. That ain't nothing. He did, but last year's record is better you know than Punk's. You know why he said yeah. that? Better than Punk's. Yeah. <laughs> Where did Lashley play? Doesn't matter. Well, to be fair, no, we all have. Well, to be fair, we all have better records in the UFC than CM Punk. We've never lost. No, Listen, but that's did Lashley, get, that's, did Lashley fight the UFC? comment no. was more of a joke. It was basically that Lashley never went to the UFC. So Brock, because Lashley's big gimmick is that he has what it takes to be Brock. Does he? He's on the stage He never level. went. No, that's the point of it. That's what Roman is trying to make as the antagonist here is you didn't go to UFC. You remember, what was your MMA career? Fucking Bellator? Bellator. Yeah. So that's, the, that's the heel of it. Roman, it's weird. Roman is playing the heel, but you can't see it. Because it just looks like Roman's being a jerk. But it's like, yeah, no, a, this he, is him he, being he a heel. Roman Reigns is being a dick. He's trying to be a heel in this. He's trying to be a heel. And I love last year's retort. It's like, listen. I'm sick of you, and all of them are sick of you for the cheap pop. That's always the best when you get yeah. the cheap pop. Uh, we had Curtis Axel versus Matt Hardy in a weird finish. Matt Hardy just fell off the top rope, and Axel got the pin. And then Matt Hardy was well, like... Well, I kind of like that, because it really just shows that the, that the B team are sort of getting these victories by fucking accident. Yeah, but this one actually looks very convincing. Yeah, like just fucking Curtis Axel as Matt Hardy... <laughs> Is having the time of his life in Bo Dallas for obvious reasons is making is reenacting his brother. Which it's weird here. because they are cutting. Bo is able to cut exactly the voice. No, because here's the funny thing to me. For all of you GWP fans that remember, Bo Dallas's Bray Wyatt impersonation is one fucking guy code joke away from infringing on mine. Yeah. That's sad. That I'm waiting for the guy go. I'm waiting for. You can save fifteen percent on Gaco. You can save fifteen percent by switching to Gaco. So Come they, on, so Bray. So obviously they did Axel. So they did Axel and Hardy this week. So obviously next week they're going to do Dallas and Wyatt. What did you think of the finish? It was funny. The misstep. It was funny. I like it because it finally it's showing. B team might actually win the extreme rules. I just didn't like the fact that as soon as the bell rang, they got on top and then fell. And it was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. It's like, whoa, whoa. Okay. I was, I I, I was, I was expecting a full-blown, like, not like 20 minutes. I was expecting like a five-minute match. It was like at least a minute. But um, we got that. Uh, Bailey in the backstage just talking to Alicia, Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. And Kurt Angle tells her that you're going to be in a six-man with Sasha and Ember to take on the Riot Squad and Dennis. I'm happy we'll get to that later in the show. Oh, there's a pain come back from obscurity. Where the fuck are they then? They, they squashed two local jobbers and Titus Worldwide. Did you notice the last name they gave those jobbers? Gibson. They looked like Pepe's cousins. Rich and Rex Gibson. What was Tyler doing in there? No, he has more cousins, remember? Oh, more. He has Aaron Bradley. He has all those cousins. That was very family. Uh, we had Alexa Bliss come out gloating about Ronda Rousey being suspended. And then yep. Natalia comes out. Telling her, listen, you have, it's only 23 days until my best friend and training partner Ronda Rousey comes back. Uh, then Natalia beat Alexa in the round title. Maybe. Yep. But we do know that it's going to be Nia versus Alexa at the next pay-per-view. Uh, we had the Riot Squad. Beating Sasha, Bailey, and Ember Moon in a six-woman tag when I believe it was Liv who got the pin on Sasha. But that's but that led to probably the best thing on the show. 
Because Bailey was not happy about this, and she beat the ever-living shit out of Sasha Banks. And Sasha ain't shit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and Bailey throws her into the steps and, and goes to her and screams, You ain't shit. You ain't shit. Bailey cursing on TV. You ain't shit. Because, like, they bleeped it out on, on live, and I was like, What did she say? I thought it was like a really, I thought it was like some fan like cursed, but it was like, no, she cursed. I was expecting a lot worse, but she's like, you ain't shit. Then we get the backstage Kurt Angle saying, listen, I can't allow that behavior. You're going to council next week. Just, just What a way to ruin Dr. Momentum. Shelby coming back. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that. Let's prelude to SmackDown, yeah. We'll get to Keep that. Keep it going, Mike. What else happened? No way, Jose and Mojo Roy have a Okay, skip that. Yep. <laughs> Uh, we had uh, Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens taking on Finn Balor and Constable Baron Corbin. Earlier in the show, Braun said he, he he was very disrespectful to Kevin Owens last week and didn't accept his apology and his friendship. Uh-huh. So, match, so, they win. So, Braun destroys his car. You just wanted to cut to the basis, huh? It's time to die out. I like the one part of the match where Braun does his running around the ring as the shoulder tackle. He tells Kevin, you do it. So Kevin hits Finn, and then Baron Corbin knocks him out. But um, as you mentioned before, Braun, another feat of strength, flipped the car, but we actually didn't see that. We just know he destroyed the car. We don't know how he did it. Yep. We had Dolph Ziggler versus uh, Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship. Led to a DQ when Drew McIntyre interfered. Yep. And that was Monday Night Raw. Thank you. Roman Reigns didn't come out, though. No. I thought you came out. What do you mean? I thought you came out to help Rollins. Was that last week or this week? That was last week. So Dolph Ziggler is still the Intercontinental Champion, and Seth Rollins is not. But no, that was this week. Roman, that will probably be a tag match next week. Most likely. Shield versus the McIntyre Alliance, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want to call them. Uh, Smackdown Live. Uh, they open with the Miz TV segment with the Bludgeon Brothers. Then the Bryan came out, and he basically challenged one of them to a match, and Harper accepted, so we had our main event made up. Uh, Rusev beat Xavier Woods, then cut a promo saying that at Extreme Rules, once I beat you for the WWE Championship, it's going to be Rusev, Rusev Day forever. I'm cool with that. Uh, we, we were scheduled to have Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura, but Nakamura didn't have a good weekend. No, he did not. Uh, apparently, there was some kind of incident at uh, at the arena where one of the at a go- live event at a live event where one of the guard dogs patrolling the building apparently do not know why they he would attack Shinsuke Nakamura, but apparently this dog took a big old bite out of uh, the knocker. So hopefully, it's nothing <sighs> too serious. I'm scared because what did he bite exactly? I think he said leg. Okay. So like a dog, let's let's assume like he didn't like like tear like a bone or something like that. That's the set, that's the scary part. It's a it's a guard dog. It's these dogs that are trained and, 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 to attack. And, 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 so yeah. it's something. I hope everything's okay. Nakamura doesn't get injured out of this. My book says they'll like weave that into a storyline somehow. If they're smart. You sent your dog on me. Ooh, you sent. Don't mention dog around Jeff. What about my dog, Jeff? What about my dog? <laughs> Put him up a dog, Jeff. That's fucked up. No, what was fucked up was them making that into a storyline. 
We and gotta, and, and we gotta know, Matt. Matt, we gotta do. We gotta do a throwback. We gotta do a throwback. We gotta do a throwback sometime on WrestleMania 25, just so we can talk about that fucking storyline. Oh god, that what about my dog, was... Jeff? What about what about Jeff? What, what about, about Max? Me? What about remember you called me? What about my dog? <laughs> what about Jack? That stay cut me. <laughs> what, oh. what about my dog? So Jeff Hardy issued a open I quit! Call. I quit! You quit every week. No! That, that's what Matt... No, remember that I quit matches my oh, yeah. Jeff Hardy issued an open challenge and it was accepted by Eric Young. Crazy ass Eric Young still... Eric Young's the, on SmackDown. This is weird. This is weird. TNA World Champions colliding for the U.S. belt. Yeah? <laughs> oh my god, you're right. I forgot I forgot Jeff was TNA champion. I forgot... I was about to say, you forgot Eric Young was a TNA champion. But everybody and their fucking mother was a TNA champion. I think we were TNA champion at one point. I was! There's a picture of me online holding the TNA belt. Did you beat I have Matt. Did, did you beat Vacant? Yes. Oh, he's, he's a worthy adversary. Fuck all lives. <laughs> Jeff Hardy and Eric Young had a really good match. And then the Usos came out for revenge after last week's beatdown. And then six men's head. Teddy Long must have had the book this week because we got another. There should be tag matches. A tag team match. Holla holla! Think about this dream team: Sandy versus Jeff Hardy and the Usos. That was solid. I didn't know I wanted it until I got that. Was moment. not cool with Sanity getting beat their second week. At least, but at least Wolf got. And pins. Wolf was the one. If there was ever a guy who had to take the pin for that group, it should be Wolf. It was kind of worrisome when Young was the person to accept it. I thought it was going to be killing. I thought they were going to like, go full force with this push, mm. but it was actually Eric Young. It actually led to a six-man tag. Yeah. Hopefully next week they resume the Eric, uh, Jeff Hardy and Nakamura feud, and they don't just chop this up as oh, he's not going to be here for the next couple weeks. Let's do something else. Uh, we had Glow get their uh, cool. plug for their season two. On which I Netflix believe comes week. out this Friday, actually. Yes, which Friday. I, I know what I'm doing this Friday. A little bowl yeah. of popcorn for that. Uh, they did it with Naomi and Lana. And Naomi and Lana are teasing probably forming a team. As well at this point with, with either of them two. Uh, Becky Lynch beats Sonya Deville with the disarmor. James Ellsworth comes out. Oh, Lordy. All day he's been asking, where's Asuka? I'm going to call her out. So he comes out, proceeds to take his shirt off. Leave it on. And then the fans chant, put it back on. Put it on. Put it. So then Paige comes out, and then she, and then James is like, I know why you're out here. You want to go on a date with me. And she's like, okay, how about next week? And she's like, awesome. Are you serious? No, I, what I meant was, like... Well, you got your date, but you're going to have a match with Asuka. So we're going to have Asuka... Versus James, James Ellsworth. Ellsworth. This is not the second. This is the second time James Ellsworth is in a. Um, James Ellsworth is in a intergender match. The first one was against Becky. Yeah, and that was the one he got fired afterwards. Well, fire. Second time release. <laughs> well, dude, James Ellsworth is living his best life. Man, what the fuck must it be like being James Ellsworth? You're a you jobber. Go, you go from a job getting paid probably a low amount to come in, and then you get signed. Because you got two hands? Any man with two, two hands, hands. That's a fighting chance. I want to buy that Jobber Among Men t-shirt so bad. The funny thing about James is when he makes his entrance, it's like a super serious type of song, like indie type song. Is it, it's, it's, and he's it's, skipping. It's generic like, <laughs> indie music. He's it's doing like, the AJ Lee James Ellsworth is so committed to this shit, like he has the music you give your custom wrestler on 2K18. That's true. Like the generic music. 
Speaking of 2K19, do you think he's in it? Oh, God. Probably not. I don't think he made... They did the face scans or the head scans by Russell. Yeah, Bader. but I don't think if they knew they were going to bring him back eventually, DLC why not? Maybe? That'll be cool. DLC, that'd be fun. So but he'll be like the lowest rating either. Though. Well, that'd be appropriate. Give him like a 32 out of 100 or something. You can like have that. him for your universe mode. I don't want him. I don't want him. <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus Luke Harper for the first time ever on SmackDown. Nice. Oh, no. Why? They're clarifying the first time on each For the first show. time ever. Like, remember, remember a couple weeks ago when they said. Balor and Owens for the first time, first time on Raw. Okay. So they're, they're making sure that they're not pissing off everybody. By everybody they mean Because so many indie fans are like, wait, Brody Lee versus Another, another guy I got to say for the record is like, Luke Harper, man, just... Very a, underrated. What a fucking talent that guy is, man. Did you guys see his... Uh, Formerly known as... Before they were famous... Formerly known as that, that was yeah. great. I love how they explain that. I'm or waiting. I was Luke Harper. I, I was Brody Lee. I like the. Ruby I want Ryan the Cassius Ono one. These are. I, they I keep want, making those. WWE. They're great. I want them to I have some like say. The guys. Formerly known as wife beater. Oh God. I want. I, want I don't think. I don't think Chris Hero wants people to remember that. Shit. I remember when oh, he said it. I think my name is Chris Hero and I throw elbows. I think he said it on, I think it was Cabana's podcast. My name Chris Hero, and I used to be a wife beater. No, 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 no. What else were you made by? What else were you? What else? Chris what other names should we go by? Chris Hero. Okay. That's wife it. beater, Chris Hero. No! <laughs> I like the series. Just that I don't want to see the same people like Matt Hardy. Like, I know his story. Like, we know High Voltage. We know this and that. Right. Well, I didn't, actually, I didn't know High Voltage, so that was cool for me. You didn't? I knew he had a backyard gimmick, but I didn't know what it was specifically. Oh, I think most people knew the high voltage story. It's like when you see this documentary, they leave one thing. I was just like, wait, I didn't show it. But uh, Daniel Bryan versus Luke Harper. Eric Rowan came in for the DQ, another DQ. And, and then. In, in the main event. And then. They were about to give Daniel Bryan a tight rope powerbomb. The mayor of Knoxville returns. <laughs> mayor Demon Kane. Mayor Kane comes I'll out. I'll admit this. The minute I literally saw that, I was like, doesn't he have mayor things to do? <laughs> to which I responded, he's Kane. It's Kane, your argument's invalid, to which you were like, fair enough. Kane comes out, clears house, saves Daniel Bryan, and I'm like, they're not about to do it. I think they're going to do it. Kane puts his arms out. <gasps> they're going to do the hug. Please do the hug. Please do the hug. They did the hug. Team Hell No is back together. But he started doing the S chant. Yeah. And then Paige immediately came out and said, Oh, yeah, by the way, I like this so much, you guys are going to get a title shot at the pay per view. It's like, Oh, that was fast. I like it because it's something So, Team Hell No versus the Bludgeon Brothers are extreme rules. I'm for it. I see new tag team champions. This just really means they needed filler. Um, so, here's the do. thing Daniel Bryan, you could put that dude in a feud with a fucking mop and it would be entertaining. He would get that mop over to the moon. But, like. Would you rather have seen him in a feud with Nakamura or Samoa Joe? Yeah, but here's the or thing. Amos. Ooh, that'd be good. Here's my thing, though. They obviously. How much. T- what month is it? We're, we're going into July. Yeah. How much time we got before the Royal Rumble? Uh, five months. How much least. more time we got before WrestleMania? About eight to nine months. Eight to nine we months. got a lot of that. Eight to nine months in wrestling? That's a really, really long time. <laughs> is that a noise when they go, go back to the well and it's fucking Kane? Can, I, the, can the guy just be a mayor already and just retire happily? Honestly, one more tag title. I know, 
I honestly, I see 2018, this is going to be Kane's swan song. You know? I don't think that's so. A, that's a sad thing. It's a no. It's not. I don't a, think he's The Undertaker's never done. Kane's not going to be done. You have to think about it. Why people think of Kane and Undertaker in that same like Kane, though, he can still go for a few more years. But the thing is, he's done everything. That's the problem. But with this storyline, I see what they're doing. Daniel Bryan needs to do something at the moment. They want people to still know, hey, Daniel's there. It's a good feud because it's something of, hey, it's two monsters taking on a team of an unholy alliance, in a sense. It's something of two guys you wouldn't think could make a team. But, hey, I see them winning the titles. Do they last as no. champions? No. Most likely they'll lose it the same week. As I would say the year. same week. I don't think they're going to do that same week. I'll probably that following week, even the pay-per-view after. But Team well, Hell after No. Well, after Do you want to have Daniel Bryan go into SummerSlam? His first SummerSlam in years as a tag champion? I just want to see Daniel him. Bryan at the Barclays. Do you think this is more of WWE trying to be safe for Daniel Bryan? I don't yeah. think safe. I think they want to... Have him build up again, just so I've been they don't rush into the main event. Daniel Bryan has been taking a lot of bumps that are specifically made for him not to hurt about, his head. How, you say that, and then last week he does a diving headbutt. And he's show. he's working with Kane, so that means the tombstone is going to be hit on Daniel Bryan. Let's see. So, so overall, if I had to say who won the week in terms of wrestling content, I, I think you'll go with SmackDown because you like Team Hell No. Yeah, well, honestly, I'm going to go SmackDown on this one just because it had a little bit more story progression for yeah. Raw was like, watchable this week. Raw was, Raw was pretty good this week. I won't lie. Raw was watchable this week. But just you have to get past the stuff from last week, Reigns, and then the whole Brock Lesnar storyline, and then you have a good show. I would say they're pretty even just because the Lashley-Roman feud is going somewhere. I am not into it. It's just, I don't, I don't hate Roman. I don't hate Bobby, but... Neither of them benefit from being in a feud with someone who can bring the best out of them, and you don't. The, the, and the, and the is, direction is clear. Can we just be happy Bobby finally has the spear again? Yeah. Because the delayed suplex. Can we all agree that the direction Ooh. they're obviously going in is Reigns and Lesnar again at SummerSlam. Reigns is about to win, and then Braun cashes in, and he wins the Universal Championship. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea, but like... I'm hoping that they. I, I'm. Ju I just want Let's by the end of the summer. By the end of because you realize when summer ends, like that's when like the, they start booking for mania. That's when mania booking really begins. I know a lot of people see it like with well, the Royal Rumble is the beginning of no, not really. Like they think they by September they have an idea of who's going to win. By the by the beginning of 2019, that is really when all bets are off. You got that's where the that's where the road begins to Mania, mm. in my opinion. So that pretty much does it for Raw and SmackDown reviews. As far as the indie update, not a lot to say this week. Pretty much, I think again, like always, just support your local indie shows coming up that we are fond of at the moment. Will be MLW, of course, Battle Capital Riot, Wrestling, Capital Wrestling, uh, HMG, of course, House of Glory, as GCW, you mentioned. GCW, a lot of other great people doing great shows. Yep. BCW, GCW, HOG. A lot of great people doing a lot of great stuff. Definitely, yep. just go online, search up indie wrestling. Go and as we get closer, we'll talk more about it. As yeah. next week, uh, we'll be closer to Capitals Hobo, uh, Hoboken return. As we get closer to House of War, we'll talk about high intensity as those matches get announced. For now, only matches we know are no ropes match: Amazing Red versus Anthony Gangone, and the women's tag match featuring Violet and Jesus taking on Jessica Havoc and Sonya Strong.
Definitely. But for right now... And also, they announced a very good uh, acquisition in Austin Aries. Austin Aries. Austin the Aries. greatest man to ever live. The belt collector, the greatest man to ever live, the common denominator of greatness. <laughs> Whatever you want to call him, <laughs> Austin Aries will be in House of Glory. And also, we have ROH Best in the World this Friday. Oh. So that'll be a lot we will, of fun. We will find out who walks out as ROH champion. Dalton Castle, Marty Skrull, or do we get Cody as the champion again? I'll say this. A Bullet Club member is walking out ROH champion. Definitely. And we also get the Briscoes and Young Bucks again. Ooh. That's awesome. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Those guys yeah. always put on a classic. But for now, it is time to bring GAWP to an end once again. But before we do... It is time for the favorite segment of the week of mine, Ray, and Mike's. It is time for Stupid Tweet of the Week. However, this week, a slight little caveat to that title. This week, it is not Stupid Tweet of the Week. It is Creepy Tweet of the Week. You see? And more of a comment. We, as uh, the GWP, often post a lot of articles, news stories, things pertaining to wrestling. Pictures of tweets. Pictures of tweets, lots of different shit. And often, we have have to go hunting for these, uh, often these tweets or responses. This one came to us. This one came to our doorstep, and for reasons we will not name this person. We will not name this person just because we don't want the, we don't want the heat, but Mike... Regale us with how this uh, little response came about. So you're probably wondering what the post is. It's the po- it's a tweet. Uh, it's a picture of a tweet that Rick Flair sent out because Charlotte Flair recently did a photo shoot for ESPN's uh, body issue. Body issue, which is very nice. That it's very nice that a, a caring father is supportive. And I just simply asked because it's a picture of Charlotte half naked in a robe. It's kind of like people look at it as this is creepy. Flair's like 60 years old, why is he posting half-naked pictures of his daughter on but, Twitter? But there's been a lot worse. It's not Hulk yeah, Hogan rubbing suntan lotion. <laughs> it's not Hulk Hogan rubbing suntan lotion on his daughter. It's, 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 it's not Hulk Hogan going out with a woman that looks just like his daughter. The original message, what was that Flair posted? What did he say on the actual tweet? Uh, it was, just, it was read, just an effect of, like, it was just like, congratulations to my daughter, what a goddess. Yeah, but from when I read, because you guys thought it was creepy, He's basically saying how the gimmick is Flair is the next generation. She's a goddess, this and that. He didn't mean it sexually. Oh, right. it's Ric Flair. I know the first thing you think is Space Mountain. Woo, this and that. I don't think Flair is capable of saying that. The jumping a lot easier than jumping off. So, again. But with them, even then, fans still thought it was weird. And our comment is this. First comment. Because <laughs> there's, there's a trio of these. First comment, no, he's God. He can do anything, even murder little children. That, number, that, number two. That's what we should have said, okay, delete this, but we kept it. Number two. He responds with, because we simply wrote, wow, because we weren't expecting that for somebody. He commented, okay, how about only three little boys a day or ten little girls a day? Okay. Um... Number three. And then it all caps. He's Ric Flair. Um. Listen, I don't give a shit who it is. No, killing. That's not okay. That is not okay. Killing uh, little children involved in this equation. Raping. Just no. Murdering. Just, just no. No. No, not funny. And so creepy Poor tweet taste. of the week is more of a creepy Facebook post. 
and oh my, what a creepy Facebook post it was. So, uh, guys, we love it when you interact with us online. But, uh, special consideration to the same person who commented, I would love to suck her toes. Ooh. Um, we need to check our Facebook page ch- a little more. This is why I don't put my personal stuff on there. Cause yeah. we don't put, what was that that was personal? I don't know, just... What oh, you're talking about his, oh, his personal oh, his, shit. Oh. If that's your thing, I was for guys, fine. <laughs> I know there are a lot Listen, of people out there that like crushes. that. Hollywood directors, I know. Tar- that's Tarantino's thing, too. But, like... Yeah, but even Tarantino keeps it, like... But, like, you know, keep, keep, that in your pants. keep that in your pants and keep that on your own time, not on our page. So. Weird Tweet of the Week. Just... Weird, yeah. creepy, stupid tweet. Okay, of the week. so let's come to the close because now this is going to get even weirder. Yeah, let's take the show before the, we this interview started. has been done, so you guys will listen to that after this. Uh, well, I'll figure out what to edit this in. Regardless of where it's in, we hope you enjoyed the uh, smooth Blackman interview because it was a lot of fun to yep. do. Great guy. Magnum. Magnum indeed. So, guys, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Once again, without you guys, there is no show. Don't forget to. Uh, Click that little uh, like button on Facebook on the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Don't and the Gaming Channel. GWP Games on YouTube as well. A very controversial gaming game channel. channel. Indeed. Controversy is king, man. Come on. Hey, watch, watch the G1. It's going to be a lot of fucking work. Watch it, please. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the GAWP Show. That's where we post all sorts of polls, memes, updates. We live tweet on SmackDown occasionally, even NXT, pay-per-views, all sorts of good shit for our most instant reactions. And Mike, where can they download this episode as well as all the other episodes? iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podcast. Guys, once again, it is always a pleasure to bring you all this content. But guys, I've been working two days. Ray's tired as hell. Mike's been working late nights. He's more tired than any of us. Yeah. Let's give it up to this guy who still managed to come over here despite the fact that he's literally been working the night chef. Ray, you clap or I hit you. Clap! I missed it. Okay, fine. But still, uh, three cheers for old Mike for still being able to drag his ass over here despite the fact he is dead tired. Yes, I've had a crazy week last week. But Sorry I couldn't make it to last week, but I'm here now. Yay. Not everything under control, so here's to the future of God. Here's to the future God of God. And the here- future is an extreme move to kick that jobber's ass. Oh shit, well you're gonna die. See, this is why I didn't clap for the motherfucker, but no. Hey listen, I'm gonna listen, this is I'm gonna finally put Trixie in her fucking place, because I've had it up to here with that fucking Harley Quinn ripoff. Okay, I'm not like I'm gonna I'm gonna fight her on even ground. I'm not gonna say she belongs in the kitchen on a sex table, but I'm you know. just gonna stay in the corner with my briefcase, you guys kill each other. Yeah, dude, go stay in that corner. In a corner. But still, guys, it's always a pleasure bringing you all this ridiculous batshit comment, but we're tired as hell, so it is time to bring this to a close. So, guys, thank you again. I am Avenging Ben. Hello, Mike. I'm Lauren Mundo. Ready to enjoy professional wrestling, and do not forget... Join the madness, motherfucker. And follow the law. See you guys next week. Goodbye, and good luck.